Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. What's up? This is your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of SI's new podcast, Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered some of the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. And now that continues on our show. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. Hi, everybody. I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, and I'm doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Look through your children's eyes and you will discover the true magic of a forest. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Good morning, everybody. It's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. Kind of a uh, warm Saturday morning out here in Los Angeles. I don't know if we'll open with the NBA, the LeBron James coronation. Do we do a little college football today? Um, Quite the NFL weekend ahead. I got to say, Gavin just made me aware of the news about more Tennessee Titans and coronavirus. Um, 
I don't know, folks. This is starting to get a little depressing. Have we done the contact tracing? Do, do we know how this team of 32 teams in the NFL is the only one with an outbreak? What are they not doing right? Can we, should we get Clay Travis on the horn in his state of Tennessee and find out what on earth these buffoons on the Titans are doing to get coronavirus? Now, I, I was talking to someone around the league. There's speculation if they can't get this under control, Gavin, that their game next week could be in jeopardy. And now we're looking at an, a, a St. Louis Cardinals situation from Major League Baseball where the Cardinals were behind the entire time due to COVID and didn't even get to 60 games that everyone else got to. Extremely disappointing uh, that the I Tennessee think, Titans can't get their act together. I, I think the only good news is that the Vikings, who they just played, haven't had anyone yeah. test positive. So it's showing that playing the game probably isn't as easily uh, a way to get the the uh, COVID as they thought. Yeah. Um, I also would say, and just quick takeaway from that, is that Tennessee kind of got lucky here. They were going to go into a tough game against Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's rolling. Tennessee's been lucky as heck. Derrick Henry's uh, carry count was up so significantly to start the season. Tannehill hasn't been impressive. The defense stinks. They need to get healthy. Um Maybe this is an early buy that they could have used. But uh, all right, on to the show. Folks, we got a great Saturday ahead. I'm very excited for not only this show, but I think college football starting to tick up on my radar a little bit. I didn't watch a whole heck of a lot last Saturday. Did a beach day with the daddy-daughter and uh, another dad and his kid just to get the heck out of Dodge and uh, get away from the screen time. I don't know about you guys, but it during football season, my screen time increases dramatically. And we know the kids, I don't know about all across America, but my kids certainly are doing the uh, Zoom distance learning, which I hate for them, simply because they're on a screen the entire day, and then they want to come home and play Roblox and video games. And I'm like, no, 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 no. Get the heck outside. And luckily, it was a bit of a heat wave this week in uh, L.A. But um, Sunday, last Sunday, was just, Kind of a bloody Sunday for me. Didn't do as well as I thought I would in the contest. I had some buyer's remorse Sunday morning with flip-flopping picks. I promise you, I'm not doing that this week. I don't care that the sharps are moving lines, okay? Sharps aren't always right. And I got, Gavin, I don't know if you've seen my NBA picks for Fox Sports. Folks, I'm now at 60% for the NBA playoffs. And I know it's a sample size, 100 games. They, they make me do picks every day. I'll do player props. I'll do totals. I haven't been picking sides as much. Like, I stayed away. Lakers 9.5, 10, 10.5. No, thank you. I'll find my edge with Duncan Robinson unders and Anthony Davis overs. And I've been cleaning up 6-0 and in the NBA Finals so far. I'm not going to lie. I have made a significant amount of money. I joked on Instagram that I've made enough money in the NBA playoffs to put a kid through one year of state college. Um, I couldn't send them to USC for one year. No, I have not made $75,000 gambling in the NBA playoffs. At any rate, I do think we need to start with the NBA and the finals and LeBron and Anthony Davis just totally dominating the Miami Heat. I mean, what, what can you say? Think about this. The Lakers, who were by many people's accounts behind the Clippers as favorites to win the title, and some people had the Bucks ahead of them, which I never bought. The Lakers this postseason, four and one against Portland, four and one against Houston, four and one against 
Denver. Now 2-0 against Miami. That's 14-3. and All of a sudden, this isn't just, oh yeah, this is a good Laker team. We're seeing some dominance from these Lakers. And we're starting to see Anthony Davis and LeBron look like, and I know it's only one year. But I think I can make a compelling case, and Gavin, I'm sure, will fight me tooth and nail on this, that Anthony Davis and LeBron are already in the discussion as one of the best duos in NBA history. Obviously, you can't put them first. Obviously, you can't put them second. And Kobe and Le- Kobe and Shaq had three titles together, and they dominated the league three straight years. LeBron and Anthony Davis, I think in a much tougher era right now than the early 2000s, i.e. the post-Jordan era. I mean, off the top of my head, the Kobe and Shaq in those three series beat Indiana. Like, I can't, oh, the, the New Jersey Nets, the Jason Kidd, uh, Kenyon Martin teams. And who was the other one? Sixers. Yes, that's what it was. Good call. Thank you, Gavin. Um, so it's not like they beat world beaters. Kobe and Shaq were dominant together, no doubt about it. But this, I mean, think about this for a second last night. LeBron and Anthony Davis, the starting backcourt on the Lakers of Danny Green and KCP, shot three for 19 on three-pointers. Three for 19. They only scored 14 points. Tyler Hero, the 20-year-old on Miami, had 17 himself. He outscored Green and KCP. And the Lakers still won by 10, and the game was never in doubt in the second half. Like, LeBron and Anthony Davis are absolutely wiping out the competition. Anthony Davis is at 32-14 and in the series after two games. LeBron, 33-9-9. Now, my first thought last night after that LeBron stat line was just, I mean, LeBron, 39-9-9, and he's being considered the second best player in the series. was like, okay, how many people are voting for the finals? Could it be split? I know nobody wants to hear that. I don't believe we've ever had a Super Bowl MVP split. I'll have to double check. I, I checked last night. I don't remember seeing one. Um, I, I just I don't know if that's in the cards. If you have nine people voting for the MVP, obviously you can't split it. Anthony Davis has been dominant. But my only the only reason I slightly, slightly give LeBron the edge right now is because Bam Adebayo didn't play in game two. And Anthony Davis could roll out of bed, bleary-eyed, without warming up, and hang 32-14 and 14 on Kelly Olenek. I'm, I mean, come on. I'm, Kelly Olenek, Myers-Leonard. Like, we kind of need Bam Adebayo to play to help Anthony Davis's case. Anthony Davis, at one point last night, was 14 of 15 from the field. He's getting the opportunities and the looks because of LeBron. LeBron going against largely Jimmy Butler, but at the same time, you know, he's getting that matchup switch and sometimes he's facing Duncan Robinson, Jay Crowder, um, Andre Iguodala, who has not looked like, you know, he's kind of looked old as opposed to what he did in game six against Boston where I think he had four threes and was a deciding factor. But I don't know, my early lean, and it's, again, we're only two games in, is that LeBron slight edge for MVP. Anthony Davis is dominant, but LeBron is setting up everything, running the offense. And I, I made the uh, analogy on Straight Fire this week, the great podcast I do daily um, for iHeartRadio. 
is that LeBron really built this team like a Silicon Valley startup. With the startup, you have to essentially start with A players. You need those superstars right out of the gate at that startup. And then you have to give them support and surround them with B-plus talent. And B-plus talent can be hard to find when you're paying the A's so much and giving them so much equity in the company. And LeBron goes to L.A., can't get another A player, right? They couldn't, they couldn't get Paul George to sign. I mean, what, what do you think Paul George is thinking right now? Honestly, Paul George watching the NBA Finals, I mean, he's surrounded, probably swimming in IG models at his house. And he's like, oh, man, I could, be in the bu- I could be in the bubble getting me a ring if I had only signed with the Lakers two years ago. But he didn't. And the Lakers had to settle for LeBron and a bunch of guys. That didn't work out. LeBron has to scale up. And you know LeBron was instrumental in getting Anthony Davis. The big tell was, I think, like two months into the season when New Orleans was struggling, Anthony Davis drops his agent, signs with Rich Paul, and it's like, oh, okay, he's going to the Lakers. And then LeBron obviously facilitates that. And like a startup does, you've got your A players now, LeBron and AD. And you've got to surround them with talent. And folks, we can make fun of Dwight Howard all we want. Dwight Howard is a Hall of Famer from his time in Orlando. Utterly dominant defensive player. One of the great rebounders of his generation. And Dwight Howard's now a model citizen in L.A. Cleaned up his act because, oh yeah, I'm playing with LeBron and Anthony Davis. I could get a ring? Of course I'm going to clean it up. He's a B-plus player. Danny Green, I know he has struggled at times, but we're talking about Danny Green, a guy who's won championships in San Antonio, won a title in Toronto, a pro's pro, not going to complain. If he's only playing 20 minutes because he's struggling, he ain't complaining. Danny Green had three blocks in game one. The Heat as a team had five. Heat in game two had one block from Kendrick Nunn, that incredible block on Anthony Davis. Like Danny Green. He's a, he's a guy you want, or a guy with championship pedigree you want to surround him with. And people knock Rajon Rondo. I can't be more clear about this. Playoff Rondo is a real thing. I don't want to hear about, well, Rondo stinks. He's, he, com- he complains. He can't shoot. Playoff Rondo's a thing. He had 16 and 10 last night. Rondo, three of four from three. Like, who are we, what are we doing? LeBron built this team. I want Rondo on my team. He's won a title in Boston. He's a dog. I want him on my team. LeBron's pulled all the right strings for this Los Angeles team, but I know Rob Polinka deserves some credit. I know some people were out on Frank Vogel. Frank Vogel has been brilliant. And for all the genius of Eric Spolstra, hey, Spo, you can't zone this Laker team. They were at, In the first half, they were 17 of 20 on two-pointers. It's just not going to work. And then the offensive rebounds. The Lakers had 16 offensive boards last night. Anthony Davis had eight. The entire Heat team had six. I, I, and then the question is, well, Jason, what the heck do you expect Spolster to do? I don't know. I mean, their best chance, sadly, now is some kind of COVID outbreak on the Lakers. And obviously nobody wants that. I, I suppose... Bam maybe is able to play in game three and they have a fighting chance. But Goran Dragic feels like that's a non-starter. I think you've got to start Kendrick Nunn over, over Duncan Robinson. I think you've got to tweak it. Uh, Nunn can get to the rim. He shot six free throws. And you've got to hope Bam can just at least slow down Anthony Davis 
and Tyler Hero goes off for 37 or something obscene, and the Lakers miss their shots. I know that's a lot to ask for, but this is how dominant this Lakers team has had. And I think, folks, Anthony Davis and LeBron are already going to go down as one of the great duos in NBA history. I tried to look at them. Stockton and Malone were great. They didn't win a title. If you could ask me, Jason, better duo, Stockton and Malone or AD and LeBron, like that's a no-brainer. It's LeBron and AD. You're getting a guy who's about to become the greatest player in NBA history and Anthony Davis, who is, I mean, I would take Anthony Davis over Carl Malone any day of the week. Right, Gavin, that's not a hot take, right? No. I mean, Anthony Davis is a completely dominant player. And then who are the other great duos? LeBron and Wade. We debunked that on this show last week. I said Anthony Davis is LeBron's best teammate, most complete. Dwayne Wade, awesome player, Hall of Fame player, top 25 player all time. But Anthony Davis at the defensive end, on the offensive glass, it's a no-brainer for me. I, people want to say Larry Bird and Kevin McHale. I don't know, Gavin. I got to be honest. Like, Larry Bird was an alpha, but Kevin McHale to me was a really good player, but he's not like a first team all NBA. I'd have to look that up, but I don't think Larry Bird had a teammate who would put him I, I above. I think it's Kobe and Shaq. I Kobe think and Shaq. The, that's the duo I think you'd have to put LeBron and AD under. But you look at the numbers and what they're averaging this season. I mean, AD 26, 9. And three on the assists, and then LeBron twenty-seven, seven and six. Those are ridiculous numbers for two players in a starting lineup to average on a season. Yeah, and they'd never played That's, before together. It's unreal. Kobe yeah. and Shaq had several seasons together before they put it together. Um, I guess the tough one, like, do you count Tim Duncan and Tony Parker as a duo? I don't. I mean, no, Manu Ginobili no, is super huge for them. Yeah. Now, and, when you want to talk about the MVP, I do agree. In a perfect world, you could split the right. finals MVP. I don't think they're going to do that. I think AD is going to get it. I think LeBron would win the Western Conference finals MVP. That was a complete mismatch over the Nuggets. But you watch this series, and the mismatch is Anthony Davis. Yeah. And the Heat, I mean, it's going to be interesting how people talk about this series going forward because I don't think anyone believes that these are the best two teams in the league. I mean, the Lakers for sure. Lakers definitely. But the Heat are just... I don't know. Yeah, it's, it, just, well, it's, it's not even I a mean, series. It, like they dispatched the Bucks fairly easily. That was four one. I know Giannis got hurt, but that was a that was not even close. They beat the Celtics in six. I mean, I don't know, Gavin. Are the Bucks better than the Heat? Well, I think on paper they are right, but it doesn't. The that's not where the game is played, and Giannis has. Com- He's basically right, the Lamar Jackson of the NFL. He hasn't of the NBA. He hasn't done it in the yeah. in the league. And they so. had no home court advantage, which hurt them. But uh, listen, it, it's a, it, NBA Finals. A bit of a tough watch. Uh, I will admit, we were having a uh, social. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret, like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge, or how it seems like you always get those hard to snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days, but I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the seven most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about seven minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash the shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. A distance outdoor gathering with friends and um, family yesterday. So I missed the first half. I followed on I'm, my I'm phone. I'm very interested to see the numbers. I think oh, the first game oh. was the worst in like decades. Yeah, uh, like, I mean, the other thing about the NBA, we could talk about this later, is like they're used to being on TV in June when the only competition is Major League Baseball regular season. Right now, I mean, you've got NFL, college football. Uh, there was, a, I think there was a golf major last weekend uh, or two weeks ago. Like, I, baseball playoffs. It, it's a tough sell to care about the NBA when the Miami Heat are in the finals. And you're like, oh, who are, who's on the Heat for casual fans? No. But, you know, I'm a I'm an NBA fan. I like it. So I'm I'm watching. Obviously, I think the ratings for game two will be even worse on a Friday night. And they're gonna be non existent, Gavin, for game three. Uh yeah, Sunday I night. I think this is a wrap. Against Sunday <laughs> night football. Yeah. Coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio, we'll we'll look at week four. Gavin and I largely agree on some games, um, which is good, because uh, I have some trepidation. But I think injuries are the story this week. And folks, if you play fantasy football or gamble, you got to pay real close attention to who's in and who's out. I've got some names for you that are going to shock you if you didn't pay attention to who went to practice on Friday. That's next here on Fox Sports Radio. Look through your children's eyes to see the true magic of a forest. It's a storybook world for them. You look and see a tree. They see the wrinkled face of a wizard with arms outstretched to the sky. They see treasure and pebbles. They see a windy path that could lead to adventure. And they see you. Their fearless guide to this fascinating world. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. What grows in the forest? Trees? Sure. Know what else grows in the forest? Our imagination, our sense of wonder, and our family bonds grow too. Because when we disconnect from this and connect with this, we reconnect with each other. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you and start exploring at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. 
everybody, I'm Rachel Bonetta, and I have my very own podcast called Benched with Bonetta. You kidding me? Woo! I'm just here so I won't get fined. You may know me from Game Day View or Game Day Morning on NFL Network. Basically, any shows with the word game in it, odds are you'll find me there. Every week, I'm going to be talking about all the things I find fascinating about the NFL, like breaking down games, questioning Tom Brady's genetic makeup. It's going to be great. I'm also doing something that has never been done before. I'm opening my DMs. DMs now open. We want to hear from you, fans of the NFL. And when I woke up this morning, I was feeling pretty dangerous. Did you commit a misdemeanor crime when you were 12 and need to tell somebody about it? Please, for the love of Roger Goodell, do not tell me. I can be held accountable. Listen every Tuesday and join me on the bench. Subscribe now and listen to the Benched with Bonetta podcast on the iHeartRadio app on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Perk up your ears for Farmers Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or affiliate. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Got a new guest coming up in five minutes. We've never had him on the show. Interesting guy. He's into the NBA. Um, I got to start here with the NFL injuries. And I know that you guys like to gamble and do a lot of fantasy, right? So this is supposed to be, and we've talked about this a lot on the show, a spot for the Las Vegas Raiders, right? You have Buffalo now 3-0, and kind of a lucky win thanks to the offensive or the defensive pass interference, uh, you could say Buffalo, you know, they beat the Jets and the Dolphins, and they got lucky to beat the Rams, and now they have to go play the Raiders on the road. Um, Buffalo's run defense is like 24th in the league. Josh Jacobs is a beast, but look at the injuries the Raiders have. Two offensive linemen are down. Henry Ruggs is out. Their receiving core is so banged up that their number one receiver this weekend is Hunter Renfro, and I think number two is Zay Jones. Okay? This team is a mash unit on offense. Do you want to take the Raiders as dogs when you know what the strategy is going to be for uh, Buffalo? Josh Allen just torching a really bad secondary. And the Raiders' secondary is bad. Remember, yeah, Drew Brees lost, but they went up and down the field with ease against this Raiders defense. Um, I, I just, I can't make a case. Gavin, I don't know. I really, in the contest, I want to take the Bills. Uh, but for me, it's Bills or nothing. I'm not even considering the Raiders because of the injuries. I don't know if you have a lean either way. I know you I, I, I am all over the Bills in this game. I, I think they are playing at a, a terrific level right now. Their defense is... That is <sighs> They're they're hit and miss. They they're actually not as great of a run defense as people think. Yeah, no, um, definitely. But the you know the Raiders have plenty of injuries, and I just I, I don't know. I, I I like the trip. They're going going west. I, I think I don't know. I, I just I like the way Josh Allen's playing. I'm not a believer in Derek Carr still. Um, I will take Bills minus three in this game. Yeah, I, I would too. Now here's the thing. So the sharp gamblers were on the Raiders and drove it down to two and a half. As soon as those injuries popped up and it became clear, it's like, uh-oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. We got to go back to the Bills. So now it's Bills three and a half. So that's one game. Uh, the next one is the New Orleans Saints. This was stunning to me. So 
Michael Thomas was like starting to practice. Look, it's like he's coming back. Friday they announced he's not playing. Then their hulking guard, Andres Pete, who's uh, very, very good on that offensive line, he's out. Jared Cook, their tight end, he's out. So they have to start a rookie at tight end. Then the big one. They're starting two cornerbacks, Janoris Jenkins and Lattimore, both out. They're going to Detroit. Detroit's receivers are now healthy. Kenny Galladay's back. Galladay is a monster, by the way. Tore up Arizona last week. Remember, they didn't have Galladay in the opener against Chicago. So what happens to the line? New Orleans was favored by four. It's down to three now. Three, of course, a key number in the NFL. I don't think you can bet on New Orleans here, Gavin. I just, I don't think, like, listen, I know that this is a the kitchen sink game from Sean Payton and they can't start one and three. They can start one and three. Detroit's very good. I, I mean, I know yeah, Chris, I mean, that's your team. Saw, like, yeah, I think this is a Lions team that can certainly win this game. Yeah, we saw them, you know, against the Cardinals last week, right? And I yeah. think they're definitely underrated. Uh, they're getting healthier. So Raiders, Saints, and then the other one, is the Seattle Seahawks. Their injury list is longer than the CVS receipts, okay? Uh, I mean, I'm telling you, Jamal Adams, out. Rookie linebacker, out. Quinton Dunbar, a cornerback, out. They haven't uh, announced what's happening with the offensive players, but three defensive starters on a defensive unit that is dead last in the league. Oh, I'm sorry, now they're 29th in the league against a pass. Okay, they can't stop anybody through the air, giving up over 1,280 yards passing through three games. And I know Fitzpatrick's nothing great. And the Dolphins are not awesome. But they could get lit up in that Miami heat tomorrow. I I, I took the uh, Dolphins at seven. Now, in the contest, they're six and a half. But if you look now, it's gone down. The line for Miami now, five and a half most places. There's some sixes left. But there's a lot of money here on the Dolphins. And I'm, I'm telling you, it's the injuries. And I don't think people think the Dolphins are going to win. But I think there can be plucky and they could come in the back door late in the fourth quarter. So that's just a touch yeah. on the NBA injuries. I, I do think— uh, NFL, when, sorry, NFL when, injuries. When you look at, you know, the Seahawks less than a touchdown favorite, it's easy to want to go, oh, my God, Russell Wilson, they're going to light them up. Yeah. I'll take that. I, I think it's a very sharp move to take the Dolphins. Yeah. All right, coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio, a new guest. He's friends with Kyrie Irving, so we got to have him on the show. His name's Brandon Robinson. He's he's a guy who started out as a young NBA journalist and kind of broke through. Uh, you can find him a lot of places on the internet. He's AKA Scoop Robinson. We'll talk to him next. But first, here's Isaac Lowenkron with what's trending. Good morning, Jason. Adam Schefter reports that one more Tennessee Titan player and two additional staff members tested positive today for COVID-19, bringing the total number of Titans players who have tested positive for COVID to eight, and now eight Titans staff members also. Tom Pelissero of NFL Media reports that the Minnesota Vikings, who played the Titans last week, had zero positive tests again from their round of COVID testing on Friday. In Game 2 of the NBA Finals Friday night, the Los Angeles Lakers defeated the Miami Heat 124-114 for a 2-0 series lead. Anthony Davis, 32 points, 14 rebounds. LeBron James, 33 points, 9 rebounds, 9 assists. In baseball, Hall of Fame pitcher Bob Gibson passed away Friday after a battle with pancreatic cancer. Gibson was 84 years old. He was a two-time World Series MVP. He was the winning pitcher in Game 7 of the World Series 
Series twice in 1964 against the Yankees and in 1967 against the Boston Red Sox. He even hit a home run in that game at Fenway Park himself. His ERA in 1968, 1.12, a modern record, the lowest ERA in baseball in the last 106 years. Finally, in college football, the Pac-12 schedule is being released this morning. USC and Arizona State are going to open things up. They will meet on Saturday, November 7th at the L.A. Coliseum. Kickoff time, 9 a.m. Pacific time. 9 a.m. Pacific time, well known as an hour when most college students have been up for several hours on a Saturday morning. (laughs) Jason, back to you. Thank you, Isaac. Back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. All right, our next guest, let's bring him in. Big guy on the NBA. He's got a podcast where he brings on big NBA voices. And he, him and Kyrie Irving are tight. So I can't wait to talk to him about Kyrie. Brandon Scoopy Robinson. How you doing this morning, Scoop? Good morning, man. I'm blessed. How are you? I'm, I'm, I'm a little depressed that the NBA Finals feel like a cakewalk <laughs> due to injuries. I'm curious. Let, let's start real quick with the Finals. Um, who's your leader for NBA MVP of the Finals after two games? Well, uh, I was tweeting about this last night. Um, I, I, it would be cool to see. I don't think it's ever been done. I, I know it's been done in the All-Star game. Uh, I'd like to see a co-MVP with uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron James. You look at LeBron James last night, uh, he had more points than Anthony Davis, but, his in, but Anthony Davis's intensity, uh, to me, uh, was, was really, uh, it stood out. Um, LeBron James was, was, he messed around and almost got a triple double last night. And the thing about it that really stands out to me is if you had to pick between AD or LeBron, I pick LeBron because of his leadership. I don't know if that's a stat in voting uh, for the, for the, for the, uh, NBA finals MVP, but just the way that he is leading this team to me, I think it's, it's, it's pretty good. A sight to see that I, that I really enjoy, man. I, I like the way that this team is playing. I talked to Jeff Van Gundy on my show the other day, and he said, man, this series is boring, but the Lakers have earned it through and through. Yeah, I was surprised, Scoop, that Jeff Van Gundy, in game one, it was the third quarter, the Lakers were up by like 25 of game one, and he already started in with the LeBron versus Magic versus Jabbar. I mean, like, that's where we are in the series. Like, it's it's a, you know, and I'm not discrediting the heat. It's just that the injuries, I mean, have made this, like, not even close now. Let me ask you, Scoop, your thoughts. Like, people are going to want to say, well, this is the weakest title ever. The bubble, no fans. The Bucks should be here. Uh, the Clippers didn't have home court. Where are you in the whole bubble finals? And are you in the camp of, well, you know what? This is actually tougher than any finals ever, or this is easier than any? Jason, you're in L.A., so I'll use this hip-hop reference. Uh, the Game, in his first album, uh, his song with 50 Cent. He said, hate it or love it, the underdog's on top. (laughs) Why does that apply? Because I believe that the Los Angeles Lakers are probably one of the most underdogged first seeds um, in history. I mean, this is a team two years ago. They get LeBron James. Space Jam 2 is a thing. You and I know about that. Then they find a way to get Anthony Davis. They, they, They bring in 
some of the other trimmings to the to the to the turkey dinner, and you still hate. I remember sitting down uh, with a couple members of the Lakers throughout the course of this season, and they told me they weren't Troy Daniels. This was back in February. I was in Chicago. He's now a, a Nugget, but he said we're the most underdog first seed ever. We ain't. A, we are not afraid of the Los Angeles Clippers. We are who we are, and I think that that has to me has resonated throughout the course of the season. I think that the Lakers, if it was any other team the, that played like them, like if you took their face and the purple and gold away from the Lakers and you put it on, say, the Timberwolves or, say, the Nuggets or, say, the Brooklyn Nets, and I know we're going to talk about that in a minute, I think people will be in love with this team. It's because of the, the, the championships that the Lakers won. It's because it's LeBron. When you're on top, they're going to hate. And I think that's why they give them so much crap. I mean, this is a team – the Clippers were supposed to beat the Lakers this season in, in, in the perfect opinion of everybody. The, 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 the Milwaukee Bucks were supposed to beat the Lakers in the, in the minds of people. The Bucks didn't even make it to the finals. The Heat beat them. How much of this I don't do think you, that... I, I'm with you. I totally agree. But do you, you're saying it's Lakers hate or are you saying it's LeBron hate or both? Because I actually think both. it is weird how many people do not like LeBron James. It's, it's strange. you got to be honest. Like... Anytime he has a remotely bad game, wow, come on, LeBron, he's washed. Like, it's like they're rooting against him. Let me ask, Scoop, do you think a lot of this has to do with the social justice stuff? Um, I think this was before the social justice stuff. I think when you look at LeBron James, I think it's the way he came in uh, to the league in the minds of a lot of people. I think that people thought he was trying to be LeBron, uh, excuse me, trying to be Michael Jordan. I think that it, it was almost like, you forced it down their throats that this was the guy that was next, the chosen one, the king. Like, who who the heck do you think you are? I didn't feel that way. I think LeBron James, to me, um, he did it his way. Uh, Frank Sinatra said it best. I did it my way. And I think when you do things that go against the grain, you didn't you didn't go about it the right way, people get upset. And I think that but, the but, social yeah, well, justice— Hold on, hold on, Scoop. What, what is the right way? way is that their way is that the old school way uh you know I, right way i don't know yeah. I, I, I i've learned that you know when the data changes when the times change you've got to change and lebron yeah, has adapted right. right lebron is driving this player empowerment is he not he has i think that the only i think that that decision thing ticked a lot of people off yes i get it that was that was 12 what was that 10 12 years ago now yeah, but you know what? I think that, like, you talk to people, I, I'm 35. I talk to people in my, in my parents' generation, my grandparents' generation, and they'll say, you know, I haven't watched basketball since Michael Jordan left. Oh. And I think that people always want to use that Michael Jordan standard for how they deal with other players. But here's the thing. We talk about Michael being the best. We talk about, you know, Magic Johnson being the best, and, 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 and they are in their generation, but... I think we ignore Bill Russell and Kareem Abdul-Jabbar a lot. Um, and I think... Russell's kind of tough. I mean, he played in the league when there was, like, what, nine teams, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm with you on Jabbar. I have him firmly third. Um, a great, legendary all-time player, totally dominant. Um, I don't know. I, I, It's tough for me to put Russell in the discussion. The league was so different, you know? Mm-hmm. But I, but I think LeBron James, when it's all said and done, I think... He, I've always felt that he was more magic than he was Michael. He was more Oscar Roberts than he was Michael. He just happens to score the basketball in ways magic did not, and that takes nothing away from magic. 
Magic is who he is. Magic got him to Los Angeles, so you got to give credit where credit is due. But I think at the end of the day, LeBron is LeBron. We have to stop always comparing one person to another and enjoy their greatness for what they are. LeBron is probably one of the most uh, – he's a throwback to something we've never seen before. He is the epitome of a classic sports television programming of, of just you know watching some of your old games. He has flashes of Magic. He has flashes of, of, of Scottie Pippen. He has flashes of Michael, Penny Hardaway, Charles Barkley. He, he has a lot of those different components, and I think we should just enjoy him for what he is. And, if, and when they do win a championship this year – he earned it. I don't want to hear this asterisk stuff because they used that with the Spurs when they beat the Knicks uh, over 20 years ago. Uh, and the Spurs came back and won multiple championships after. The bubble is nobody's fault. We're in COVID-19, and, and, and we are where we are right now. Uh, all right, Scoop, let's get to your boy Kyrie Irving. Um, you, you know, you guys have a friendship, Kyrie Irving. I, I found it peculiar that he tried to nuke the bubble idea. Okay, we discussed mm-hmm. it on your podcast. We don't need to rehash that. And and he couldn't even play in the bubble at the time. And now, as the NBA Finals begins, just as we're about to coronate LeBron, Kyrie Irving comes in and takes a shuttle shot at LeBron. And I don't want to hear his explanation. Why does it have to be about LeBron? Like, dude, come on. You played with LeBron. Like, I, I, I don't know. what what's And then the stuff about the coach. Like, we don't need a head coach. We uh, You know, I'm a coach one day. KD's a coach. Nash is a coach. Like, what are we doing here, Scoop? Like, it's getting tough for you to defend your guy. Well, this is what I'll say to you. I know that K- KD had that new unveiling of a podcast, and Kyrie was his first guest. Um, what I'll share with you is that um, I think in aggregation, oftentimes, what is said gets muddled in translation. Um, I think that the thing about the coach was confusing to me. The thing about, the, the, I guess, I guess the comment was, was specifically related to, I guess, the scorer or, or, or kind of just where some of the other players he's played with as it relates to KD. I think that that was Kyrie being a creative. I don't think that was a shot at, at, at LeBron. I think that because Kyrie has said so many other things that people question in the past relating to the world being flat and just some of the other comments, I think he does not get the benefit of the doubt. Um, from other people. I think that the LeBron thing, though, was something that people really scratched their head at. But knowing the type of person that he is, I don't think that it was a swipe at LeBron. Um, I, 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 I know, Listen, think... I know it's your guy. You got to defend him. I, well, I, no, I don't... Okay, hold on. Time out. This okay. is a guy who demanded to be traded mm-hmm. from Cleveland when you're playing with LeBron. He demanded to leave Boston, even though he said he was going to stay there. Ah, Brad Stevens, great coach, no thanks. Great player, LeBron, no thanks. I, something seems off about this guy, Scoop. But listen, I know it. you got to defend your guy. Something seems off. You can't just keep crisscrossing and hopscotching around and, and making the, dropping these grenades and people like not think that you're taking shots at people. The demanding to be traded in Cleveland was definitely something he wanted to do. He and LeBron were not on the same page, but he has respect for LeBron. But here's the thing. When he left Cleveland and his trade request was made public, he felt as though, well, other people demand trades. Why are why are their why are their um trades made public? Why is it that people are picking on me? As it relates to Boston, 
Um, I can tell you that Kyrie had considered staying in Boston. I want to say like this last season going through, through like December, he want, he was considering staying. But I'll tell you that he and, Ky- and Kevin Durant did go on vacation um, the, the, like in August and September um, of uh, 2018, and they had decided then, or at least it was a conversation amongst them and others, uh, that Brooklyn would be an option. The Knicks were never an option um, for Kyrie. KD considered it. But what I'll tell you is I know there were reports about All-Star Weekend being when those two had hatched that plan. I can tell you that that is true. I was with KD and Kyrie uh, at a Jordan party, and those guys were inseparable. So when you guys saw that video of them saying the two contracts and things of that sort, um, that was just a byproduct of the conversations that were being had Friday and Saturday of that weekend. They spent all weekend together in Charlotte, and um, you know they were they were hatching a plan to make that happen. I think that um, when it's all said and done, the Knicks were never an option for Kyrie because he grew up in West Orange, and he and his godfather Rod Strickland is a Nick, and uh, I think he knows what goes on with the Knicks. But I think at the end of the day, he wanted to create his own legacy. I think with the Boston Celtics, he didn't get along with the fans. Um, and the fans were upset because of that comment of, I'll come back if you have me. And I think that they hang on that word because it seemed as though he was going to come back. But in New York City's small claims court, um, I don't think that would fly. Uh, <laughs> he would be indicted for that. So it's interesting. Yeah. All right, Scoop B, my main man on Twitter, at Scoop B. All right, Brandon, hey, thanks a lot for the time, and uh, enjoy what's left of the NBA Finals. Brother, thank you for the opportunity to be myself. All right, Brandon, take it easy. Uh, Good stuff. Uh, well, let's just say we agree to disagree on Kyrie. I, I like that guy, Brandon, though. He's uh, plugged in, works hard. Uh, you know me. I always like a grinder. All right, coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. You know, I started to look at the Chiefs' schedule, and I know there was some Ravens 16-0 talk this year. Uh, folks, you need to get locked in. If the Chiefs get by the Patriots this week, NFL's got some problems. But first, here's a word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get new car replacements. So if your car is totaled, Farmers will pay to replace it with a new one of the same make and model. Like reuniting with an old friend with the added benefit of that new car smell. So it's really new car and new car smell replacement. Get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Optional coverage not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policy subject to terms and conditions. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance. Exchanges are affiliated. Perk up your ears for Farmers Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies. Underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance. Exchanges are affiliate. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me, Jason McIntyre. Boy, this uh, COVID crap won't go away. By the way, I just called my doctor this week. I was like, yo, I need to get on the books for a flu shot. Three-week wait. Seriously, three weeks I got to wait for a flu shot. I said, well, listen, I am able to work from home, so if anybody has to cancel, I need to be on that list. They're like, okay, you're now sixth on that list. I was like, what the hell? Do you have you Have you got a flu shot, Gavin? Not yet. No. Do you get them ever? Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't been one, but for whatever reason, last year, I got a physical, and the lady was like, hey, 
do you want a flu shot? I was like, eh, is there a wait? Like, what do I have to do? They're like, no, you can literally get it right now. I was like, all right, well, if it's right now, I'll do it. You know, I don't have time to just sit around and wait in lines for flu shots and all that crap. So uh, I got it, and I didn't get sick at all. And now I got to wait three weeks. But but I'm, oh, jeez, we don't have a lot of time here. <laughs> uh, all right, so anyways, I'm getting a flu shot uh, in three weeks or hopefully sooner. Um, all right, that was a fast first hour already in the books. Um, we'll have to save Pat Mahomes for next hour. Coming up here, um, what are we doing next? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're going to go back to the Lakers. And uh, also, there are some decent college football games today. I'm Jason McIntyre. Thanks for listening. One hour down, two to go. Hour number two here on Fox Sports Radio. It's me. Jason McIntyre coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So just to clear up something (laughs) on the flu shot, I guess I'm the only weirdo who goes to the doctor. Gavin tells me his wife slash girlfriend was listening and you can go to CVS. And then Iowa Sam walks in and says, yeah, just go to Walgreens. And, or CVS, and they can they can hook you up. I was saying, did you get a flu shot? I haven't yet, but uh, last February when I got bit by a dog, they gave me a flu oh shot. God, so you can get one pretty much anywhere. You can go to a Starbucks and get a flu yeah, shot. I, I, Just I, I, kidding. I'm sorry. Just I don't kidding. want to get my flu <laughs> shot from Starbucks. By the way, um, I'm wearing my Jimmy Butler coffee shirt today. Uh, instead of Sober October, which I guess I heard first from Joe Rogan and is a couple years ago, and it's like a thing. I've decided to punt on coffee in the month of October. Um, I'm doing a lot of sitting around at home. I notice, like, I'm sitting around reading. um, I'm doing research. I'm writing something. And next thing I know, like, three hours have gone by. And I'm like, holy cow, I'm just sitting here. This is how you get, you know, out of shape. And so I'll just, like, get up and start to lift some weights and do some sit-ups. And then I'm back sitting down for So I feel like the coffee is adding to a little bit of a spare tire. And I'm nerdy about this stuff, and I know nobody cares. But me, personally, as you get up there in age, like, once you get that, it's hard as hell to shake it. So I think my first step is I'm going no coffee. This is day three. You need a catchy slogan, though. So maybe- I do. Sober no, October no, is catchy. Yes. No, maybe no caffeine Halloween or something. I don't know. <laughs> Ooh, that's not terrible. Um, so, uh, listen, I'm one of those frou-frou <laughs> Starbucks drinker guys. You know, it's like $5 a pop, and there's like, you know, unfortunately, like 500 calories. I do get uh, no whipped cream and skim milk, which sounds... <laughs> I was going to say, where are you getting laughing? all these calories from coffee from? I mean, yes. I drink coffee with a little bit of milk, and that's it. Yeah, it's, it's not the white bad. chocolate mocha. It, yeah, it's, it's the drizzle and the oh, crumbles oh, and whatever I else mean, I, It is so good. When it hits your lips, to <laughs> quote uh, Will, Will Ferrell. Ferrell. My, my dad is the only person I know who just drinks straight black coffee. That's it. No no cream, like no sweetener. Yeah. Just... I mean, listen, I've done that, but uh, I mean, like, listen, I can dip into tea. We have some tea if I need tea's to. Tea is much healthier for you. It is? Antioxidants. Well, coffee does have antioxidants, too, but tea is very good for you. The The Brits and the, the Chinese have been drinking tea for hundreds of years, thousands of years. Yeah, someone was trying to Not tell me they're, teeth. they're listening to a book on tape about, like, why Buddhism is the right religion. Um, and I was like, okay, and the tea came up pretty quickly in the discussion. Um, but uh, just uh, just stick with no caffeine Halloween. That's great. No caffeine, Gavin, Halloween. Props to Gavin. But that sounds like just one day. 
Yeah. yeah. It leads up to the 31st, though. Yeah, By the plus, way, how are your kids dealing with the uh, no trick-or-treating? Uh, it's interesting you say wow. that. Yesterday, the gathering wow. of kids, and um, one of them said Halloween's off. I said, the hell it is. <laughs> trick-or-treating is on. Put on a mask. Be a Ninja Turtle. And they, of course, laughed at that. I was like, I didn't mean Ninja Turtle, literally. It is uh, the only. It is the only holiday where you are supposed to wear a mask, and it's been... And you're outside. Individually yeah. wrapped candy. And you're outside. You're outside. Yeah, I mean, it's not like I'm opening the Smarties pack and dropping one Smartie into your bag. <laughs> now, I will say this, and and this, I'm I'm a very pro outside guy. I got really ticked off as Gavin did when Newsom shut the beaches out here because the beaches are safe. But I and will vitamin say, D is good for you. It is it's supposed to help. This this whole. Um, White House lawn outbreak story where all these people got COVID outdoors has me a little bit on the, wait a minute, I thought outside was safe. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen the images of all the people who were at the Supreme Court justice thing outdoors and contracted COVID. Now, I don't know if there was like an indoor reception after that or whatever, but um, I thought outdoors was like 99.9% safe. Everything I've read and documented um, Gavin, does outdoors like we haven't eaten at an outdoor restaurant? I think in like three weeks, but we have been had been doing it prior. Oh, oh, jeez! Isaac has breaking news. Please tell me this is not bad. Breaking All right, Isaac, fire when Fox ready. Sports. Adam Schefter and Field Yates have just reported that New England Patriots quarterback Cam Newton has tested positive for COVID-19. He is being added to the COVID-19 reserve list and will not play tomorrow against the Kansas City Chiefs. Whoa! Um, Okay, so that's kind of a big deal. And you guys know I'm in... Damn. Damn, Cam? Jarrett Stidham? Is going to be the guy? Oh, my gosh. Holy ta- Holy. <laughs> so I was going to take the Patriots in the $1.4 million gambling contest. I, I, yeah, again, this is serious. And we, we you know, not to make, I, I, I just am amazed that I was able to lock in bets about the Chiefs uh, minutes ago and also right now. Did wow. you, did you fire? I did. Chiefs minus seven. Can you talk for a minute so I can go make that yeah, bet? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Kansas City Chiefs are seven point favorites at home over the pa- over the uh, Patriots. At, you know. There's no way that's. Let's see if it. Uh, I've got several different places I go to to place my wagers online. I probably shouldn't. The other thing it. to wonder is does this game get postponed because they're going to have to check Contract with trace the, the rest. Entire yeah. Team. Ooh, and is this an afternoon game? Is this a 4 p.m.? This is an early. Uh, this is a one twenty-five p.m. Pacific uh, time see, now, start. That could be really, really bad. Now it's off the board at my first shop. I assume it's going to be off at the other places. Good job there, Gavin. Uh, firing. So this is bad for the NFL. That leaves if this game has to get canceled, Gavin. That means there's only two games in the four twenty-five window. Now there's no in no sign that this is going to be canceled, but Cam Newton being out for COVID. Oh my gosh. And also, you will have to look at who, you know, they just played the Raiders last week, so then that'll be a, a thing. Does the Raiders-Bills get postponed? Um, well, I thought they'd been testing every day. Guys, uh, Schefter just added that the Patriots have been doing mass testing and retesting, and so far there is no spread so far. Yeah, but we heard about that about the Titans, you know, when their first news came out, and now they're up to eight players. Um, 
I guess how sketchy would it be if in the quarterback room, Stidham tested positive and he can't go? Then what do you? I mean, you probably got to cancel the game if both quarterbacks are down, right? I don't think you can trot out some guy from the practice squad. Postpone, postpone keyword. Cancel means you're never going to play it again. Okay, you're right. Or suspend the game, yeah. Man, that's significant. And listen, the NFL now, a marquee game at 425, and now you're left with what? Um, I got to call it the schedule. Uh, I think Arizona? Carolina? Is that a four? No, I don't know. Let Let me get to the schedule here. That's huge news. Cam Newton out due to COVID testing. And Jason, one footnote, the Patriots have not yet flown to Kansas City. Sometimes teams, when they're traveling maybe two-thirds or all the way across the country, they go out on Friday instead of Saturday. Uh, But the Patriots are still in New England and have not traveled to Mm. Kansas City yet. Okay, so the other two four four o'clock games, oh my gosh, Giants-Rams. Rams favored by 13. By the way, did you see that the New York Giants just promoted an undrafted rookie cornerback from the practice squad that must mean somebody's hurt in the secondary and Jared Goff is going to just dominate holy cow um and the other one is Buffalo Bills Vegas Raiders now that could be an interesting game but this Kansas City game uh, that's got to what do you think that reopens at okay it was it was six and a half it was seven it's now going to reopen at what I would say at least ten and a half so Let's look at the Ravens-Washington football team, for an example. So, Ravens are road, 14-point uh, favorites in that game. So, they're at home against the Belichick, you know, team. I, I, I would guess it's around 12, maybe. So I'm not sure. I mean, if it's Stidham, who – I don't think he has an NFL start yet, does he? Oh no, no. Oh, my gosh. Now, there is no tape on Stidham. So, theoretically, there's a slight edge. Remember where Justin Herbert was the surprise star? Like, I'm sure the Chiefs all week who have the number, I think, 31 or number 32 run defense. Um, I'm fairly certain they were ready for Cam Newton in a heavy ground game. Uh, Jarrett Stidham, totally different situation. You know, he's a big pocket guy. Uh, Holy cow. You know, and this stinks for Cam Newton because he had been on a roll. Right, He didn't play great against the Raiders. He wasn't particularly sharp, but he was against Seattle. And in the opener, he ran all over Miami. I don't know. Patriots are getting James White back this week. They're getting Sony yeah. Michelle back this week. Leaning on the run game. All right, so Gavin, um, give me a percentage chance you think this game gets postponed. I'm, I'm a little concerned because of how close we are to yeah! kickoff. I mean... There's a lot of people that need to get tested. I know they've been testing nonstop, um, but man, it, it, gonna, it does make I'm going to go wonder. with 45% chance. Wow. Like, not quite, it's a coin toss, but it, it, listen, this is 20, what, maybe 30 hours to kick off, and your quarterback test positive? Oh, my goodness. Cam Newton will not play against the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this actually dovetails kind of nicely if that's even possible to say, um, into what I thought I was going to say last hour. So last week, the Chiefs were three-point underdogs against the Baltimore Ravens. And I'm sure Andy Reid went into that team right before the game and said, guys, you just won a Super Bowl. The Baltimore Ravens have not won a playoff game with this quarterback. And we are underdogs. 
There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. On the road. And the Chiefs go out and just totally whip their butt. Game was, I know there was a seven point game in the second half, but it never felt close. And they were now going home to face the Patriots, who you could argue fourth best team in the AFC, maybe third. And the Chiefs are big favorites. If Kansas City wins this game, and they, I mean, all accounts are now they're going to win, right? Yes, I, I thought they were going to win against Cam Newton. So, um, and by the way, Brian Hoyer could likely be starting. Oh, you forget he's on the team. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah, you would have to think you feel more with more confidence with a, a quarterback that's actually started games. Yeah. So yeah, let's be real. Like I know they didn't show well against the Chargers, but Gavin, if we're being a hundred percent honest, and I think it was Cowherd who was the one who was pushing the Ravens sixteen and zero. Um, my goodness. Why are we not looking at the Chiefs possibly going undefeated? Like, how do you even defend Patrick Mahomes? You essentially have to have two great defensive ends who can rush him and get him off his spot. Remember, the 49ers, with Bosa and that defensive line in the Super Bowl, were able to really rattle Mahomes for, like, 45, 50 minutes. And then they got tired. They couldn't get to him, and he uncorks the bomb, and they run away with it. If you look at the Chiefs' schedule, their toughest games ahead of them, week six, uh, at Buffalo. Okay. Uh, but Buffalo, hold up. Buffalo doesn't have a pass rush. Now, that's a night game. It could be freezing there, but Pat Mahomes plays in cold Kansas City. I don't think you're worried about the Raiders, Broncos, Jets. What, what, well, what about the Bron- <laughs> Broncos? The Panthers. With no Von Miller, Jets. Yeah. Let's not At even. Tampa Bay, that could be that the defense. Will be, yes, that's going to be the game. They will probably go into that game undefeated. That is week 12, November 29th. 
Oh, my gosh. Miami has no chance. Uh, at New Orleans, we'll see where the Saints are. Yeah, I think you've really got to look at the possibility of the Kansas City Chiefs running the table and going undefeated. I think that's my big takeaway from this um, Patriots COVID test positive for Cam Newton. Now, let me – Gav, we, gotta, we didn't have a lot of time to prepare for this, but if you're the NFL, I think you seriously need to consider if this game's postponed, does the NFL need to add a week to the season? Because we're only in – you know, first three weeks went smooth. Now we've got a postponement. Uh, we've got Cam Newton, the first quarterback down. NBA did have to push the season back. I think the NFL may have to add a season, a week to the season. Um, that may be the only route here because this feels like the beginning of something that's not going to be good. All right, we will do a lot more. If you missed the news, Cam Newton test positive for COVID minutes ago. He will be out Sunday. The Patriots have not traveled to Kansas City yet for their big showdown with the Chiefs. Unclear if Stidham or Brian Hoyer starts. The game's off the board in Vegas. Unbelievable turn of events here. All of a sudden, the NFL needs to they need to start locking down this COVID thing. You can't have COVID wreck the NFL season. We'll do much more on this for the rest of the show. Adoption of teens from foster care is a topic not enough people know about, and we're here to change that. I'm April Dinwiddie, host of the new podcast, Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Each episode brings you compelling real-life adoption stories told by the families that live them with commentary from experts. Visit adoptuskids.org slash podcast or subscribe to Navigating Adoption, presented by Adopt US Kids. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Administration for Children and Families and the Ad Council. The NFL Podcast Network is your home for all things football. Do you love hearing analysis around the league with a touch of mirth? Or maybe you enjoy breaking down X's and O's in the college scouting scene. Do you breathe, sleep, and eat fantasy football? Perhaps you love the funny headlines that emerge each week. What if you want in-depth news coverage with reporters? Or what if you want to know exactly how each team got its name? Well, you're in luck because the NFL Podcast Network has a show for everybody. Our vast network has the NFL's best talent bringing you right into the action each week. There's always room to add more football into your podcast rotation, and our vast group of shows will surely keep you up to date with everything you need to know surrounding the National Football League. Listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered the best storytelling in sports for 70 years. First in the pages of the magazine, then on SI.com, and now that tradition continues on a new podcast. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. We'll ask the questions that we're all wondering and push for the answers we all want. Everything from investigating the Super Bowl's impact on L.A., to examining why booing is as big a part of the fan experience as cheering. Sports Illustrated Weekly is here to bring you the entertaining tales you can't get anywhere else. The kinds of stories that make you smile and laugh, clap and cry, marvel, think, and fall in love with sports all over again. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. 
Perk up your ears for Farmers Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Humongous breaking news. Cam Newton tests positive for COVID out for Sunday's showdown with the Chiefs. And and folks, listen, we're going to go to Isaac, but I, I'm telling you right now, they're, uh, yes, they have tested a lot of the players and nobody's positive yet. But based on what I'm about to tell you for the Titans, like, there's not a guarantee this game's going to be played. The NFL really is in a tough spot if they have to postpone Chiefs-Patriots. There's only three afternoon games on Sunday. Only three. And this was the marquee one going to most of the country. What a debacle. Isaac, what do you got? Jason, Adam Schefter has just reported that the Patriots' trip to Kansas City is now on standby as they await more test results and guidance from the NFL. Now, their team plane was scheduled to depart Boston at 2.40 Eastern time today. In fact, it just landed in Boston from Atlanta, where it was supposed to meet the Patriots. The Patriots have also just issued an official statement confirming that one of their players, not mentioning Cam Newton, but confirming that one of their players tested positive and they received notice late last night. The Patriots saying in their statement, we are in close consultation with the NFL as well as our team of independent doctors and specialists and will follow their guidance regarding our scheduled trip to Kansas City and game against the Chiefs. Thank you, Isaac. All right, folks, so here's the Cam Newton situation. So he tests positive, they say, late Friday night, as Isaac just said. Okay, surely Friday he was at practice. Okay? He had it. He was potentially spreading it. And then the quarterbacks maybe are in a room watching film, breaking down the defense. Are they wearing masks? I don't know. I can't imagine if nobody had tested positive. Were they? Now, I, I don't want to speculate too much, but this idea that, oh, well, nobody else has tested positive yet, that means nothing. And here's why. Albert Breer, you know, frequent guest on this show, has broken down what happened with the Tennessee Titans. Remember, their game's postponed. Okay? So Breer says uh, a practice squad tight end was moved to the COVID list on, what day is this, the 25th. So this was on, so, oops, wrong day. Uh, the 25th of September was Friday, okay? Then on Saturday, an offensive line coach, or uh, I'm sorry, an uh, outside linebackers coach has a positive test. Okay, all the players were tested and cleared on the 27th. So you think, okay, we're out of this. Ah, but eight positives came back on the 28th. Eight after nobody tested positive on the 26th. NFL is going to see this Cam Newton situation and everybody testing uh, uh, negative today. Well, that doesn't mean anything that today they're negative. The positive could pop up tomorrow. I don't know how they're going to play this game. So. Remember, Tennessee Titans, on the 26th of September, no positives after they were tested. On the 28th, eight positives. Then, on the 30th, two more positives. Then, on the October 1st, uh, Christian Fulton, the rookie cornerback out of LSU, is positive. Then, on the October 2nd, two more. I, I don't know how you play this game. I, I just don't see how it happens. And listen, trust me, I don't want games being canceled. You can't say let's push it to Monday or Tuesday because look at how it worked with the Tennessee Titans. It's just like it takes longer to get in the system or show up positive on the test. 
man, this sucks. This really stinks. And I, uh, you know, I, I don't know if the NFL can easily just say, okay, we're going to move uh, a game from earlier in the day to later because, folks, like Giants-Rams is going to be interesting for like a half maybe. And then Bills-Raiders, like, come on. Like, I don't know what games you could move. Um, you're already down to eight from nine because Pittsburgh, Tennessee's out. I guess you could try to move Cleveland, Dallas, um, New Orleans, Detroit. You could try to move, but I don't know with the TV obligations elsewhere, if that's even feasible, maybe we can, uh, research that a bit, Gavin, but my goodness, what a shocking turn of events. Cam Newton was on track to be the comeback player of the year. And now he tests positive for COVID. And he will not play against the Chiefs. And I'm trying to think, Gavin, initially it was like you need a 14-day quarantine. I think in Major League Baseball or soccer, even NBA, it was down to like 10. Does this rule Cam Newton out for next week as well? I'm not sure. I know he got placed on the COVID um, IR. Yeah. So let me quickly check the Patriots before we get to our guest here. We have an NFL guest coming up. Cam Newton, again, out for Sunday's game against the Chiefs due to a positive COVID test. Next week, the uh, Patriots, they host the Denver Broncos, and then the Patriots have a bye week. Um, Players return is subject to medical clearance after being placed on COVID IR. Thereafter, a team is allowed to promote a practice squad player, as we know. Um, So this could be a one-week thing, could be a three-week thing. We're not sure. Yeah. Oh, man. NFL. You know, it's so... I, I remember after the first two weeks, I was like, this is great. Nobody cares. Nobody's talking about COVID. Nobody's talking about social justice. We're just sticking a football. Just the sports. Well, again, if we look at the Titans and what happened with them, no one on the team they just played, Vikings, has tested positive. Yeah. So we don't think the Raiders or anyone else will have contracted this. This could have just been an in-house problem. The problem is how many players or coaches in-house got it. Yeah. I mean, was there a team dinner Friday night? Was there a team dinner Thursday? I, I, uh, we, we just don't know any of the details, and that's what sucks about it all. So, uh, again, Cam Newton, positive COVID test, will not play Sunday. And I got to be honest, folks, I don't know if that game happens. But we hopefully will find out here in the next hour and a half. All right, coming up next, um, we got a, a guest who covers uh, my New York Jets. Uh, they didn't fire their coach, Adam Gaze, yet. Uh, they've had plenty of cover. When the president tests positive for COVID and now Cam Newton tests positive for COVID, just fire gays. Nobody's going to talk about that. And we can, and you guys, you'll slink into the next week. Like, Jets, you have your cover. I don't know why they haven't done it. Coming up next, we'll talk to our guest about that. But first, let's go to Isaac Lowenkron with what else is trending in sports. Jason, multiple outlets report that New England Patriots quarterback Cam Newton has tested positive for COVID-19. Adam Schefter reporting that the Patriots' trip to Kansas City for their showdown with the Chiefs tomorrow at Arrowhead Stadium is now on standby as they await more test results and guidance from the NFL. The Patriots were scheduled to fly to Kansas City at 2.40 Eastern time this afternoon. The Patriots saying in a statement, we are in close consultation with the NFL and will follow their guidance regarding our scheduled trip to Kansas City and game against the Chiefs, the health and safety of our team as well 
as our opponent are of highest priority. Schefter also reporting earlier this morning that one more Tennessee Titan player and two additional staff members tested positive today for COVID-19, bringing the total number of Titans players who have tested positive for COVID to eight plus eight Tennessee Titans staff members. Tom Pelissero of NFL Media reports that the Minnesota Vikings, who played the Titans last week, had zero positive tests from their COVID testing that was conducted on Friday. And finally, the Cincinnati Bengals today added running back Joe Mixon to their injury report, listing him as questionable for tomorrow's game against the Jacksonville Jaguars due to a chest injury. Jason, back to you. Thank you, Isaac. Uh, back here on Fox Sports Radio, it's me, Jason McIntyre, coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. It's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 1-800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, folks, I, I, I'm not trying to be Mr. Doom and Gloom. I'm just trying to stick to the facts and the science. And the incubation period for COVID is different for everyone, as we've seen with the Tennessee Titans. Um, I, this, is, this is a bummer, you know? And, and again, it's a bummer for Cam Newton. It's a bummer for uh, the TV network that was going to air Patriots Chiefs. It's a bummer for fantasy football fans gambling. Cam Newton out tomorrow, and the status of the game is now up in the air. All right, joining us um, to talk about the NFL now, Manish Mehta covers the Jets for the Daily News. Manish, how are you, man? I'm doing well. How you doing, Jason? I'm a little bummed out, you know. Uh, any initial thoughts you have on this Cam Newton positive COVID test? Yeah, I mean, stunning, right? Uh, I Look, I, I don't know what the NFL is going to do over the next couple of hours, but I, I think the prudent course of action, frankly, would be to postpone it until you get more information. I know that no other players, uh, at least according to the statement that the Patriots made, tested positive, but... Uh, yeah, you know, I, I would rather be safe than sorry in a situation like that, and it's obviously not something that fans want to hear. But since yeah. uh, it's such a marquee game, but you know, I always err on the side of caution, and, and the conservative uh, decision would be to not play tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, and and when you see the incubation period that the Titans just went through, where like right. it was like, oh yeah, it's only three guys, and then the next day there's one, and the next day there's two, and now it's like eight guys. Like, we don't know who's going to test positive. Would the Patriots show up tomorrow at, at Arrowhead and, like, six guys are out? You know, then, yeah, then what? So Exactly. I totally agree. And I know that no player should be more important than another player, but and no team should be more important than another team. But we are talking about the defending Super Bowl champions and the uh, the best player in football yeah. that's going to be in this game, too. Yeah, and, and I, I'm, you, you know how quarterback rooms work. You know, what does it look like on a Friday? Is Cam Newton in the quarterback room with Hoyer and Stidham and they're all hanging out? Yeah, typically. Uh, I mean, socially distanced now, of course, but uh, it's a small room. It's a tight room because there's only, you know, a handful of guys, you know, and they're in tight quarters. So, uh, you know, hopefully it's an isolated situation. But as you said, with the Titans, it seems like, you know, a new person was infected in the organization every day over the last several days, yeah. and uh, you don't want a repeat of that situation. And uh, you know, like you said from the jump, it is a bummer, but uh, you know you have to be careful and disciplined. And if it means not playing football on one particular Sunday, and then so be it. Yeah, this is just this is hey, this is 2020, right? I mean, it's been a wacky year. Uh, it's been a crappy year. A lot of bizarre things happening. Manish, I got to say one thing that did not happen Friday that was a stunner is Adam Gaze did not get fired by the New York Jets, which uh, it's an embarrassment. Um, 
I, I admit to fully being wrong about Adam Gaze. I thought he would be a good coach when Peyton Manning gives him the stamp of approval. Hey, Peyton Manning knows a little bit about football. I trust his judgment, and he gave Adam Gaze a stamp of approval, and Gaze has been a train wreck. Um, let's start here. The Jets had, I think, seven plays in the red zone on Thursday. They directed six of those plays at their 37-year-old running back, Frank Gore. What the hell is Adam Gaze doing on offense? Uh, that is – I'm glad we started with that, Jason, because that is so maddening. I remember one series specifically, first down, run to Gore, he got a couple yards. Second down, run to Gore, he got uh, another yard or two. And a third down, wheel route to a 37-year-old <laughs> slow running back, predictably went incomplete, and they settled for a field goal. Uh, he has an affinity for Gore. You know, Gore did well for him a couple years ago when he was only like 35 <laughs> in Miami. <laughs> but uh, look, he's not the future, meaning Gore. LaMichael Pirine potentially could be a part of your solution moving forward, and he's barely getting touches. It's uh, something that Dolphins fans, frankly, were a little ticked off about because if you remember the year before Gore was good for Adam Gase in Miami, Kenyon Drake had a terrific end to the previous season, and then he was relegated to this running back rotation with an old Gore back then. It's even more tilted now. Obviously, Le'Veon Bell's hurt, but it's even more tilted now where it's, uh, it's as if, you know, not as if, it really is Frank Gore being the centerpiece of not only the backfield, but in many ways the centerpiece of this offense. And so it should be no surprise to anybody on earth that the Jets are statistically in the bottom one or two in virtually every category. If you're going to run your offense through a 37-year-old running back, uh, you're destined to fail, and that's exactly what's happened over these first four weeks for the Jets. This love for the Balage kid is mystifying. Did you see how many times on Blitz Pickup he just had – he was lost. He is specifically the reason that uh, Sam Darnold got tossed on his shoulder. If you look at that replay, Balage had no idea who to pick up on the Blitz. He's like, oh, do I go here, here? And he whiffed, and, and Darnold gets ragdolled. And I know he came back in the game, but he's, I mean, it sounds like he's probably going to miss some time here with the AC joint. I, I don't know how Gaze is, is still employed. I got to be honest. And I do know, let me just say this um, I do know that Christopher Johnson has reached out to representatives for Adam Gaze, and they're on alert that something is going to go down. It's a matter of when. Yeah, I, I think the writing is on the wall in terms of Gates' future beyond 2020. So now we can talk about, is he going to be dismissed over the next several weeks? Is he going to be dismissed during the bye week? Uh, I think it's week 10 or 11. Or are the Jets going to wait until the end of the season? Because history will tell you that the Johnson family does not fire coaches in season. In fact, they've never done so in the 20-plus years that they've owned the team. Wow. And even, as you know, Jason, when things were pretty rough toward the end of the Todd Bowles era, they let him ride it out. And I know it's, you know, the vitriol is so strong right now toward this head coach, it'd be difficult to ride it out for another three months. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. 
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount+, Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the south side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn. Alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com slash shot to get a 50% discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July 14th. Subscription auto-renews. Restrictions apply. But, uh, you know, if you're the CEO and you say, as Christopher Johnson did two weeks ago, that Adam Gase is a brilliant offensive mind, that's a hard thing to walk back from in two weeks. Now, you could maybe do it in another month or so, or certainly after the season, but you, you, know, you don't look good when you say it to begin with. You look doubly you know, inept if you, if you end up firing the guy that you praised so strongly a couple weeks earlier. Yeah, it's, it's, I, it's, it's less about, hey, we don't want to fire someone in season. It's more about you really have lost the locker room, okay? Like players are not going to want to be there. And then maybe you worry about losing the front office. Now I'm I'm told Gaze was like pounding the table and saying, "Let we gotta go. we gotta hire Joe Douglas. I, I like this Joe Douglas guy. Let's bring him in to be the GM." And I I it sounds like Joe Douglas is out on Adam Gaze. Well, look, I think Joe Douglas knew before he got the job who Adam Gase was. Now, they overlapped for one year in Chicago, so they did have a previous relationship. It's not as if they were best friends, but they, they had a previous working relationship to, you know, to some degree. Uh, that being said, you know, for all the arrows that are being slung at Gase, and rightfully so, the criticism is warranted, uh, for all of that, Joe Douglas has done a poor job. Now, no one's firing Joe Douglas after the season. You know, he's going to get more time. He's going to get an opportunity to hire his new ho- head coach in, in all likelihood. But if you look closely at the moves that Joe Douglas made, uh, you know, put aside the, the, the draft because it takes guys to develop. I mean, his draft to this point, other than Mekhi Becton, has been a train wreck because he drafted injury-prone guys who were, surprise, surprise, injured, and no one's making any kind of impact. But if you put that aside for a second, Jason, and just look at the free agents that he brought in. The free agent class that he brought in, all he did was reshuffle the deck on the offensive line, you know, and, and, he, took, and he didn't bring back Robbie Anderson. He somehow thought that a career underachiever in Brashard Perryman was going to uh, miraculously be this superstar because he lit it up in the final month in Tampa because well, Mike it, Evans wasn't, wasn't he? Wasn't he with Perryman in Baltimore at some point? He was, and, yeah. and if he, should have, he should have learned that the Ravens, the team he worked for, gave up on Perryman. So this, this idea that Rashard Perryman was going to be anything more than what he has shown for 95% of his career in these past four years. 
is laughable. Yeah. And Brashard Perryman is hurt and was ineffective before he was hurt. Meanwhile, Robbie Anderson is sixth in the NFL in receiving. Uh, this offensive line is terrible, other than Makai Becton. Uh, marginal players at best. The interior of their line is complete junk. And if you watch the game, you would see all the pressure that Sam Darnold has to deal with uh, coming up in his face. Uh, he just has done a terrible job as a general manager. That's not even the beginning to talk about the Ryan Khalil train wreck that uh, happened before training camp last year. Yeah. That's not to say that he can't turn it around. But so far, if you're being honest, Joe Douglas has done a poor job. He's off to a rough start. Let me ask, uh, this is small potatoes, why is the safety, the kid they drafted, Ashton Davis, how come he's inactive every week? Well, he's got a groin issue now, so oh, he's hurt. Geez. Now, he did play earlier in the season, and he was ineffective. Uh yeah, this notion, and you know, I don't, I don't want to go down the whole Jamal Adams rabbit hole again. But this notion that Jamal Adams is easily replaceable was always laughable to me, and certainly that he was going to be replaced by a third-round uh, rookie. Yeah, I, I don't know what Ashton Davis is going to be. He's a, he's a good athlete. Good athlete. When he has played in limited spurts this year, he has been uh, a non-factor, mm-hmm. and now he's hurt. So yeah, I was, I was really pissed about the Denzel Mims draft pick, and I had heard back in uh, August, that this kid was hurt and he was not going to play early. And all these people were like, oh, but look, he's practicing. You don't know anything. Denzel Mims is the only receiver of, like, the first 12 receivers drafted who has done nothing this season. I mean... Yeah, I mean, he hasn't been on the field, and that's unfortunate, and that kind of goes back They could have had Chase Claypool, Manish. They could have had him. They could have had a lot of players. And I think time will tell. When we look back, you know, you don't want to make definitive conclusions a quarter of the season into these guys' rookie years. But he drafted guys who had a history of injury, and they're hurt. Jabari Zaniga was hurt in Florida. He hasn't played, barely played since training camp started. He's hurt. They drafted a quarterback, Jason, in the fourth round. And because of that and the fact that they signed an injured veteran quarterback, they had four quarterbacks on the 53-man roster for the first three weeks. A team that needs to give their franchise quarterback help, wasted four roster spots on quarterbacks because of roster mismanagement. And that is a direct line back to the general manager. Yeah. All right, Manish Mehta, follow him. He covers the Jets. I mean, follow him because he hopefully he's going to have this gaze. Listen, Manish, they had a great chance when Trump tested positive. Just slide that news in. The president, nobody cares about the Jets. Just fire the coach. Okay, now you got Cam Newton. Nobody's going to care if you fire Adam Gase. Nobody will care. Okay, this is the they, they need to do it. And they, anyways, all right, I, I'm ranting too much. I'm getting too angry. Uh, follow him at, at Meta NYDN. Manish, good luck, man. Uh, stay safe out there. Uh, you too, Jason. Take care. All right, uh, I just got fired up about the Jets. I'm not doing that. All right, let's before we go to break, a word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the Farmer's Signal app, and that could get you up to 15% off your auto policy. That's just for using the app and driving like the normal speed-limited hearing, full-stop-making, lane-change signaling human being you are. Get a whole lot of something with Farmer's Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Not available in every state and discount varies. Only available with select Farmer's branded policy. Subject to terms and conditions underwritten by Farmer's Drug and Fire Insurance. Exchanges are affiliate. Perk up your ears for Farmer's Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. All right, we'll, we'll get back to Cam Newton COVID stuff here shortly. Sounds like the game's going to be postponed. But first, here's the Geico Play of the Day. 
Two out, four nothing Padres. Take three called. This ball game belongs to my San Diego Padres. Your Padres are moving on to the 2020 National League Division Series against the Los Angeles Dodgers in Arlington, Texas. How about them boys? Trevor Rosenthal, strike three, strike three, strike three. I haven't seen a Padre do that all year. That's the Padres Radio Network. Congrats to the Padres. They advanced to face the L.A. Dodgers. Big showdown out here. I First series win since 1998. I just ordered a Padres throwback hat um, that I will wear to the show as soon as I get it. Did you know that right now, Geico is offering an extra 15% credit, extra credit, on car, motorcycle, and RV policies. That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th, geico.com, to learn more. Um, We have a guest coming up in 10 minutes who's going to break down all the NFL games. And my goodness, what a wacky, wacky start to the weekend. I, I, I just, Cam Newton tests positive for COVID, and now Field Yates, a guy I know pretty well, a guy who's pretty plugged in, he's tangentially related to someone in the Belichick organization. He is saying that the expectation is Patriots, Chiefs, unlikely to happen on Sunday. And that should surprise nobody. We've been hitting on that since the news broke, what, 45 minutes ago? I mean, NBA Finals, like, hey, We could talk AD, LeBron all day. We could talk LeBron, Jordan. That's just not happening. This Cam Newton situation is massive, okay? Nobody freaked out when the Tennessee Titans early in the week had a couple players who were like long snappers, nobody of of consequence, um, test positive. Two days before a game, Cam Newton test positive, you've got a major, major situation. We know that the quarterback is the most important position in sports, above all. Quarterbacks drive line movement. Quarterbacks draw eyeballs. Quarterbacks make $40 million. You don't have a quarterback. You don't really have an exciting game. And I think the question now, and Gavin, I don't know the protocol. Maybe you or Isaac can find this or somebody's talking about it. But what happens when you only have two afternoon games, eight early, can't you? Can you just move one? I mean, there's no fans in the stadium, right? I'm not sure. This of uh, Ben Fisher on Twitter. Unlike Pittsburgh, Tennessee, the Patriots Chiefs game is a near national TV game in the 4 p.m. window. Uh, that was going to be a CBS game with Nance and Romo. If it's postponed or canceled, that's a big business decision for the NFL and CBS. So. Um, it is, as, it's definitely going to be postponed. I yeah. mean, I think it's a lock to be postponed. Do you think it's... I hope not, because i got some well, yeah, uh, financial... I, 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 <laughs> I, I wa- and then, uh, what happened? What, what do we got, Isaac? No, breaking more news? No, no, no. It's, it's oh. just a thought, because the Monday night game this week, remember, is the Falcons-Packers. So then, what happens if they want to postpone Patriots-Chiefs to Monday, and you would have two mm. marquee games conceivably going yeah. against each other? I, I don't... I don't think Monday's in – I think it's either later in the season because I think it's just so new with the CAM positive test that 
anybody could test positive today or tomorrow. The Titans had guys testing positive like four days after their first guy did. Ben Volan reminds us on Twitter that the Falcons had a player test positive last Saturday, but no one else did. So unlike the Titans, who had 18 cases, it could just be a one-off case. Right, but how long do you have to wait for it to be a one-off? You definitely have to wait a few more days than, to find yeah, out. You have to wait yeah. more than 24 hours. Oh, this is crazy. All right, so next hour we will start with NFL, and then we will talk more Cam Newton, and then a little more NFL. That's next. Well, folks, hour number three begins, and holy cow, it's now official. Patriots-Chiefs has been postponed. According to the NFL, they just released the statement. Cam Newton's positive test has freaked everybody to bleep out, and I don't even know really where to go because uh, – I don't think this game could be played Monday or Tuesday. I should mention obligatory. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. I don't see how it's played Monday or Tuesday. Um, let's bring in a guest. Is he ready? All right, we got we got my main man in here. Um, you guys know him. He's been on the show before. Preston Johnson, a.k.a. Sports Cheetah. Um before we get to Cam and the Patriots, Preston had a fun moment where, uh, you know, he's he's mostly a pretty quiet guy on social media, and he had some fun with it. And this week he tweeted something about Lakers heat, and um, I kind of amplified it because I thought it was funny. And Preston, I, what, what was the vibe when all those people came yelling at you about Lakers heat? <laughs> I learned a few things. Even so, people that don't know, I'm an actual Lakers fan. I grew up diehard. Like grew up winning rings, Kobe, Shaq, all the way through. And I just was like relaying my feelings after that first Heat game where the Lakers blow them out. Bam gets hurt. Dragic gets hurt. Butler doesn't look 100. percent I was like, this doesn't really feel like a, a real win. Like we didn't have to earn or fight it. I hope Miami is healthy. I hope they can find a way. Um, and everyone thought, for, for one, there was the crowd that just thought I was hating on LeBron. I didn't even, like, realize or read through that, like, I'm a Lakers fan. I'm, I really just, just how I, this is just how I feel, okay? I'm just relaying that to the world. Um, and then there were all the Lakers fans that were trying to convince me that, you know, it still counts, which it does count. I'll, I'll give them that. But it was, it was nice to, you know, kind of tweet. Generally, I just tweet in, like, sports betting stuff, and it's a lot of numbers and analytics. And to tweet, like, this is how I feel, and then actually get, like, the Lakers crowd. LeBron hater Twitter and like everything. It was uh it was an interesting night. It was yeah, fun, you right? definitely amplified it a little bit. Yeah, it's definitely fun to to mix it up with them. Now, do you have a spicy take on Cam Newton and the NFL and COVID and um the Chiefs game has now been postponed. It will not be played tomorrow. And listen, uh Preston, uh selfishly, my first concern was holy cow, the four PM games are Rams Giants and Bills Raiders. That's gross. Um, obviously, I care about Cam Newton's health, blah, blah, blah. You know that. Um, but any thoughts initially? First of all, I don't think this is going to be played Monday or Tuesday. No, you can't. The turnaround can't be a couple of days. So, uh, I mean, I'm selfishly, I had, I had added Patriots plus seven and under 53 yesterday. So it was a game I actually did have some action in. Uh, hopefully they can find a way to play it down the road. This is what I guess worries me because of the Tennessee thing earlier this week is, um, you know, they found week seven that they can reschedule this game. But eventually, if there's enough of these cases, there are going to be games that just can't get rescheduled if they want to stay on schedule and start the playoffs on time. So uh, that's, I guess, the biggest worry and concern, uh, especially if you're, like, betting win totals or you have futures and stuff that mm. if they don't play the full season, they don't even count. So I guess that's where my mind goes initially is, like, hey, if I had bet 
Chiefs under 12 wins or Patriots over under eight and a half wins. You know, like this could you know be a detriment to that. Um, as a whole, you know, hopefully everyone's just safe and they you know good to go by next week. And if that's the case, you know, maybe it's not as big of a hiccup. But slowly and slowly, you know, teams are traveling more and more. I imagine. Uh, this will probably pop up, you know, a few more times for a few more teams. Yeah, I mean, interesting. I hadn't even thought about the win total aspect. And, you know, if the NFL were smart, wouldn't they just say, you know what, let's push this. I mean, this is going to be a, a year where we don't even know if there's going to be fans in the stadiums in the playoffs, right? Yeah. We don't know what Super Bowl week's going to look like. Why don't we just push the Super Bowl back a week to President's Weekend? Then you make it a three-day weekend. It still feels like an event, right? And you push the playoffs back a week so that final week, week 19 or whatever you want to call it, you can play a game that needs to be rescheduled. Um, because you're right. Like, now Adam Schefter's just tweeting as, as we're doing this that the game's going to be played Tuesday. Like, that sounds good. But now you're looking at a game played on Tuesday. I mean, Preston, the Patriots have to turn around and play the Broncos Sunday. Like, that's not healthy. <laughs> you know, that, that doesn't, it just doesn't make sense. Sure. No, that's going to be tough. And I mean, even from a, a betting standpoint, you know, rest is a thing. You're right. One of the variables when you're projecting a number for a game or a point spread is how many miles have they traveled? When have they traveled them? What time of the day are they playing? What time of the week are they playing? So, yeah, a Tuesday to Sunday turnaround, especially when they're not even probably practicing and maybe some guys are quarantining. Like, it's definitely like these are extra variables that make it really tough to bet on these games. Yeah. All right. So, speaking of extra rest, um, Let's go to a game where there is some rest. And I hadn't looked at this game too much, but I started to look at it this morning. Joe Mixon, all of a sudden, practiced all week, I guess, and now is on the injury report, questionable. Bengals hosting the uh, Jacksonville Jaguars. It's funny. The Jags were favored on Thursday night football last week against Miami. They get destroyed, but that was predictable. Everybody saw that. That was a mistake, yeah. And now you've got the Bengals favored over Cincinnati. Uh, I don't know. Are there going to be fans in the stadium there? To be honest, I'm not sure. I'm not up to date on my fans. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know that it would matter. It's not like Cincinnati is some difficult uh, yeah. spot to play in. But I kind of like the Jags here. I just saw the line tick down from three to two and a half. A- any interest in uh, Jacksonville at, in this one? I'll tell you, I bet this game, but it wasn't on the side. So I can run down a little bit for you why I like it. Now, it's dangerous these days betting an under in the NFL. Oh, gosh. But I like the under. You get 49 and a half or 49. I think people look. You know, whether Mixon plays or not, I mean, bonus if he doesn't, I guess, for our under. But people look at Cincinnati, they see, wow, they've run the second most plays per game, which is true. And everyone remembers that Browns game, they were down for the majority of it. They, you know, Joe Burrow threw 61 times. There was 88 plays in that game. Well, when you actually take those plays in, in context, and Football Outsiders does a situation neutral pace, all right, they go from like the second most plays per game. When you look at situation neutral pace, the Bengals rank 18th in the NFL. The Jaguars, also a team that plays from behind pretty often, they're dead last. They're the slowest team in pace in the entire league. So I just think the play volume is going to be there for one. And on top of that, the Bengals have been sneaky good defensively. I don't know if you knew this. Now, this this kind of worried me from taking that three with Jacksonville. I know some other sharp guys that did like the Jags at three. But they're number nine in defensive DOA. They're number seven specifically in the NFL in yards per pass. Wait, wait, they're number nine in DVOA defense? Yeah, they are. They're number okay, nine. So they they faced um, Tyrod Taylor. The, I forgot who they played in week two. Baker and then Mayfield they, because of the Browns game. Baker Mayfield yeah. and, and uh, Carson Wentz. So arguably, right, and, they're playing, and that's the point here. Is they're, they're opponent seventh in opponent yards per pass attempt. They're second in opponent success rate through the air. 
and now they're playing Gardner Minshew and the Jaguars pass attack that probably has DJ Chark back, yes. but not at 100%. Like, that's very equivalent to the last three quarterbacks in passing attacks. So I like the under, just mostly because of, you know, I think it should be around where it opened up, around 47. And now we're getting 49, 49 and a half. So, you know, slower game. And two teams that should hopefully be somewhat of a close game where one isn't trying to, you know, play from behind the whole time and speeding up the game. Um, all right, so so there's an under. Listen, overs are hitting what, like sixty one percent, sixty two something so yeah, far. Yeah, astronomical, un, unsustainable. All right, let me ask you while we're on injuries. So I asked a couple guys who do models. Um, hey, so how do you factor in injuries? We know quarterbacks are worth the most, and most other players aren't worth much. Maybe half a point here from a Caffrey or a star defender like a Bosa or a Watt in his prime, but. I'm talking about, like, legit cluster injuries. Like, Michael Thomas, still not ready. Starting two quarterbacks for the Saints, out. Uh, guard, Andres Pete out. The Saints have six total starters, I'm told, they're going to miss this game. And now the line has come down. Is this an auto bet on Detroit here? Do, do you think that uh, the Saints should be, I mean, more than a point, given how poorly they've played and now all these starters are out? I mean... Matthew Stafford has his full arsenal of receivers back. Galladay, we know, is a big game changer. Sure. So I'll just start with, I think you, you mentioned the cluster injuries part, and that's, I think, the most significant thing outside of, you know, a quarterback that's out and what his value is to a point spread. Any one other player on the football field isn't going to be, you know, worth too much to a point spread. But if you have two, your two best corners out, and it just kind of compounds the further down the depth chart you go within an injury or, or excuse me, a position group. So, if you know you're looking at New Orleans, they have six starters. Obviously, Michael Thomas is one. And if there is a receiver that's maybe worth nearly half a point to a point spread, you know, Michael Thomas is up there, anyways. Yeah. Uh, here's the thing: now, this is the whole market, and when you buy, when you sell, like plus four and a half was the time to bet on the Lions, or plus four. Right. Now it's plus three, right? So there's so many times now that this game's going to land Saints by three that you're now no longer winning the bet. You're only pushing. So I think it kind of got away from people that haven't bet it yet. I wouldn't go chasing it now. But, yeah, when you have news like that that comes up, I mean, you have maybe 10, 15 minutes to get your bet down. But that was one I, I, did, I did grab yesterday after that came out. Uh, I have most, most of my money is on Detroit plus four. But um, otherwise, at this point, I think I would just stay away. Okay, what about let's go to the Raiders, who I, I haven't seen the latest on Trent Brown, but I know Incognito's out. If Brown's unable to go, Henry Ruggs is now out. Uh, their receiving chart, somebody tweeted it out. It was like Zay Jones, Hunter Renfro. Uh, I don't think the Bills' defense is as good as it was last year. They're very soft against the run. But the Buffalo, uh, but the uh, the Oakland Raiders, uh, the Las Vegas Raiders are really beat up. And their big advantage, what you saw last week, when, they take, when Darren Waller is removed, as the Patriots did, they struggle to move the football. And we know the Bills' linebackers are pretty good. They kept the kid Higby uh, from the Rams, who had three touchdowns against the Eagles. He was like a total non-factor. Um, any interest in, in a side or total or anything with the Raiders and their injuries? So I, I think if they were more healthy, I would have considered plus three. Yeah, but I mean Vegas, they're they're beat up, and you've seen it go to actually like kind of like a three point two five, where all the Buffalo threes are now minus one twenty, or maybe even pushing three and a half. So. Uh, it's a pass for me. I think the move up on the total made sense initially. It moved like the opener was 49.5, and some of these have just been getting skyrocketed up. Uh, now it would appear to me a little bit high, but I haven't played under. I will say this. This is where I think the Raiders' advantage is because they're, they're hurting the passing game. And you mentioned it briefly, but like literally Buffalo, they're 32nd. They're dead last in the NFL. 
uh, in success rate against the run. Their defense is. I mean, they've really struggled, and you saw it in that. But like the Rams were down twenty-five and came back with the run game. Yeah, like, you don't really see that. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. Right, like, heads up, the Ravens. You need to figure that out. Like that KC game, they just stopped running the ball, even though they're having success. The Rams were smart enough to just keep going, keep going, because Buffalo couldn't stop it. Josh Jacobs is a decent back. They've gone to him early on early downs. They've gone to him pretty regularly. He's their horse. That's their ability to win this game, which makes me think so. Oh, so the game, right? You're running the ball more often. I think the number is a little high on the total. So I, that's the one angle I would have in that game is maybe a play now at 53 on the under, 52 and a half. But uh, it you know, goes to show, like, can the Raiders stop the Buffalo Bills? I mean, it could just end up being a shootout because Buffalo's offense has just been off the chart. It has, yeah. And uh, that, that secondary for uh, Vegas is not looking good. All right, we're talking Preston Johnson, a.k.a. the sports cheetah. Uh, one more team with injuries. Uh, actually, two. Seattle Seahawks, three starters out, including Dunbar, their cornerback, and Jamal Adams, their safety. That line is cratering. Uh, like, if you miss a seven, you probably don't want the Dolphins at five and a half. But talk me through, Preston, if you are a gambler listening to this or listening to the pod, this is a podcast like Saturday night, Sunday morning. If you miss the best of the number, do you consider then a teaser on, say, you tease Seattle down to pick? You tease. Um, maybe the Tampa Bay game, or do you consider a teaser if you miss the best of the number? I definitely don't very often, and I know it's not very fun. Uh, I don't tease a ton of games. I'll say this: if people want to know teaser strategy that is profitable historically and should be long term going forward. The only teases I'll ever make are if you are getting a favorite that is seven and a half, eight, or eight and a half down through the key numbers of yep. seven and three, the two most key numbers in football. 
So you get them down to one and a half, two, two and a half. Yes. Or the reverse, if you're getting an underdog that's, you know, plus two and you can tease it up to plus eight. Those are the only two times I think you should ever tease games. You shouldn't be going, you know, plus six to plus 12 on the Dolphins because you no, need yeah, plus seven. Definitely, no, no, no. You're, you're better off betting plus six straight, yeah. completely honest. Um, and, and I ask that because, like, listen, last week I got a little lucky. I, I hit a couple teasers, but I had, like, the Eagles down to plus half, and they tied. You know, they should have lost that game. And oh, teasers wow. can, yeah. like, listen, lucky. early in the season, I mean, I think the Eagles were, what, like six? So I went through the, it didn't go through seven, but it went through the three, and then they could have, you know, tied, which you never factor in. So the, some of those lucky ones hit, but I don't know, Preston, like, some of these lines, as they as they get sharper and Vegas starts to understand wh- who is what, and I think probably at the one-quarter mark we're there, um, it just feels like the sides are going to be too sharp to play and teasers or money line parlays uh, are, are kind of an easy way out. Let me ask you real quick, then. Who, who did you pair with the Eagles in I, your teaser? I, I just remember? called up the uh, week three, and it was the, it was the uh, a couple of the layups. It was the... Um, no, it wasn't the Browns. I think Patriots was definitely one of them, and okay. uh, Pittsburgh Steelers was another one because I liked them all week. They were like six; they went down to four, and then Tampa right. was the other one that I liked. So I, I like so, to go the, for the favorites about seven or seven and a half, like you said, and down to where they have to win by less than a field goal. So here's a mistake I think so people that are listening can can learn from a little bit that people do make. Like so, when you tease Philadelphia down to plus a half, like it worked out because somehow they tied in overtime this time but when you generally have a favorite like let's say seattle right now like they're down to minus five and a half six you shouldn't be teasing five and a half yeah you know it's a plus a half or plus one you should just be using them on the money line so you should have been doing money line parlays with the eagles and the, and the buccaneers because that's going to end up being cheaper than a teaser mm-hmm. a lot of the time anyway and again you're not going to need to get that half point in the case it goes to overtime and it ties just it's so infrequent so um, that's one thing that if you don't have a favorite that's that seven and a half eight or eight and a half then just use them as a money line leg as opposed to a teaser leg, and it'll be cheaper for you and better long term. So, so for instance, uh, Baltimore, huge favorite by 14. No value in teasing them down to six and a half, right? No, no, yeah. not at all. Tampa Bay, though, seven, you know, maybe teasing them down to pick. So that's one, that's an example of it. if you're not getting seven and a half, yeah. eight or eight and a half through both key numbers. You would just use Tampa Bay as a money line leg. Money I wouldn't line even instead of okay. I would see, use look, a money line with Seattle, for example, if you like the Seahawks. You learn something new every day. All right, uh, Preston Johnson. Uh, last question: If you had to pick Rams or Ravens for your survivor pool, uh, I mean, unless you see something else on the board you absolutely love, who, who do you go there? Ooh, uh, so I use most of the survivor pools I'm in. I use the Colts Week One, so that's where I'm at, um, oh, yeah. and I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that I used the Rams, and I think I'll have an opportunity to use Baltimore more down the road. And I feel like everyone's going to be playing Baltimore because of, you know, off of a loss against KC. Right. I'm um, trying to play a little bit different than the wisdom of the crowd, you know, contrarian inside. Even though it's a huge favorite, I think Rams would be the one I'd choose. Okay. Baltimore. Good stuff. Preston Johnson, Sports Cheetah. We're learning every day. He's got the good stuff. Uh, enjoy, the, enjoy the weekend, uh, Preston. Yeah, you guys too. Thanks. All right. So coming up next year, we'll get back to the latest from Cam Newton's positive COVID test. Multiple NFL reporters are now saying the game will be played Tuesday. And again, remember, they said that about the Steelers-Titans game for a little bit also. So my guess is Chiefs-Patriots is going to be postponed. Although, I, I listen, Tuesday, I believe, Gavin, is 
would be game four of the NBA Finals. So not great news for LeBron. Obviously, a lot to sort out. We'll be back. Such a fun show. Keep it locked here on Fox Sports Radio. Perk up your ears for Farmers Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. Back here on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, what a day. My goodness. Um, so I usually talk about Saturdays, like college football. I always say we would usually go to you at some point for an update. Like, I mean, I'm looking up at the games. Pittsburgh had a beautiful long touchdown and, uh, you know, Texas is playing and there's an SEC game somewhere. But I, I don't know about you. I'm still having trouble getting into it. I know there was some Pac-12 news that came out. Schedule has some games coming up. Big Ten is uh, approaching later this month, but like, I I guess I need all the conferences firing on all. So like, I'm just still in the dark as who's playing when and all that stuff. Are you into it yet? I'm into it. I'm into it. I, yeah, it'd be nice if they're all playing at the same time. Like I mean, I like, said, are I- you going to be usual like six hours paying attention to college football today? There will be games today. We have Auburn and Georgia, great game. We have Iowa State and Oklahoma. We have Texas A&M and Alabama. So there's some great games. But, yeah, it's it's nice when they all start at the same time because it's like a marathon. You don't want someone skipping ahead to mile 16, Yeah, you know, to, to finish it off. You want you want everybody starting from, from mile zero, and not everyone's going to finish. You know, people are going to get their losses, but everyone at least starts from the same place around the same time. Yeah. I mean, in the NFL, the news just keeps coming. Unbelievable. According to Ian Rappaport, Jason Peters of the Eagles, their left tackle, is now on injured reserve. Toe injury. I mean, the Eagles cannot catch a break. Like a buffoon, I bet on those clowns last week against the Bengals. They obviously couldn't deliver. But, my gosh. So what happens if the Eagles open 0-3-1? Gavin, does this mean you should? we should play on... Uh, on the Niners, favored by seven. The line. Listen, Jason Peters is not going to move a, num- a a line. But if you look at their wide receivers this week, like, well, also, everybody's hurt. I would probably rather start a game with Nick Mullins than Carson Wentz. To be honest, at this juncture, I, I at this juncture, yeah. I've always thought Carson Wentz was overrated. He he reminds me so much of Derek Carr, where he had one good stretch, and everyone has just solidified their opinion on him for that one stretch. And then he got injured. He's never been the same. And we need to adapt to that. This is the real Carson Wentz. He is a bad quarterback. Yeah. Baker Mayfield is a bad quarterback. Sam Darnold is a bad quarterback. Stop looking at the whoa, college whoa, whoa, process. Wait, 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 wait. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I love Sam Darnold. I was the biggest honk for him. But yeah. you cannot deny what you see on TV. Anyway. Um, uh, yeah, so I would e- go Niners. Absolutely. Yeah, the Eagles. I just went to their injury report. Okay. Their wide receivers. Deshaun Jackson is out. Alshon Jeffrey is out, okay? Um, J.J. Arcega-Whiteside is doubtful. So then you go, oh, well, let's see what their Eagles depth chart looks like at wide receiver, given all those injuries. <laughs> Jalen Rager, I forgot to mention. Jalen yeah, Rager, the rookie wide yeah. receiver, is he's, I guess he's healthy? No, I, I don't think he's healthy. I, I I thought he was out. I know Greg Ward was the only wide receiver at practice on Yeah, Thursday. Jalen Rager, you're right. I'm sorry. He's on the IR. I forgot about that. So, Greg Ward, somebody named John Hightower, 
And that's it. And their number two tight end, Dallas Goddard on IR. Hakeem Butler, who was a wide receiver star for Iowa State, he's been signed, and he's now they're trying to convert him to a tight end. On the offensive line, they've got two guys now on IR. Andre Dillard, who was going to be their left tackle. Then Jason Peters, who was going to be the right. Then they moved it to left. He's now out. I don't know how you make a case for the Eagles. Well, I definitely don't make a case for them. Oh, we got a guest coming up. Oh, my gosh, these injuries. Holy cow. So the big news, Cam Newton, positive COVID test. Patriots Chiefs postponed right now, they're saying Tuesday. I don't know. Gavin, If you, I had to put you to it right now. Uh, does the game get played Tuesday? I, I think it does. Really? I'm going to go yes. Okay, yes. all right. I like the optimism. Listen, Tuesday could be shit. I, I would... Sunday NFL, Sunday night NFL, Monday night NFL, Tuesday night NBA Finals, and NFL. That's not bad. Hey, maybe the NBA Finals push up Game 3 now. There's only two games in the afternoon. Could be. By the way, Game 1, Dodgers-Padres is on Tuesday. Oh, Tuesday. Tuesday! Come on, Tuesday. (laughs) Going to be a lot better than this last Tuesday, which we know was on that day. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, All right, coming up next, um, Sam Monson. Pro Football Focus. I have been using Pro Football Focus more on the gambling uh, this season. They, I like some of their info. Really good. But first, let's go to Isaac Lowenkron with what's trending. Jason, the NFL has officially postponed Sunday's game between the Chiefs and Patriots in Kansas City until either Monday or Tuesday after positive COVID-19 tests from both teams. Multiple outlets report that Patriots quarterback Cam Newton tested positive for covid Chiefs third-string quarterback Jordan Ta'amu, according to Ian Rappaport of NFL Media, who is currently on the practice squad, also tested positive for COVID. The Patriots said in a statement, we are in close consultation with the NFL and will follow their guidance regarding our scheduled trip to Kansas City and game against the Chiefs. The health and safety of our team, as well as our opponent, is of the highest priority. And this now just being reported by Fox Sports' Jay Glazer. He is just reporting that the Colts and Bears are now being told that their game will be moved from the early window to the late window that was supposed to be the Patriots and Chiefs matchup. So that, again, just being reported by Jay Glazer. This has caused a shift of the Colts-Bears game time from the early window Yes, uh, tomorrow, which has been 1 p.m. Eastern to the late national television window. One other NFL note, Ian Rappaport also just reporting that Eagles left tackle Jason Peters being placed on injured reserve with a toe injury. On to the early college football scoreboard, where number three Florida and South Carolina tied at seven with four to go in the first quarter. Ninth-ranked Texas and TCU were scoreless seven minutes in. Number 21, Tennessee, a 7 nothing lead over Missouri midway through the first quarter. And 24th-ranked Pitt and NC State tied at seven with five and a half to play in the opening period. Jason, back to you. Thank you, Isaac. This probably has been the most news-filled show we've done in a while. I uh, hope you guys are enjoying it. we got another guest coming up that's really plugged in. Sam Monson, Pro Football Focus. You can follow him on Twitter at PFF underscore Sam. Sam, how are you, man? Doing good. How about you? Uh, it's been a busy morning. Um, yeah. You know, I, I guess we'll start with the obvious and the Cam Newton COVID situation. Right now they're saying Tuesday. What does your gut tell you? You think this will be played Tuesday or postponed similarly to Steelers-Titans? 
I, I think they're desperately hoping that there's no more positives to come out of this and that they'll be able to, to, to run it on Tuesday. But the Titans game was a worrying precedent. You know, they, they had the one test and then they had a mini outbreak on their hands and everything had to get bumped down the road. It seems really unlikely that Cam Newton, who's been getting all kinds of press over the last couple of weeks for being the first guy in the building, the last guy at the door, if he managed to catch it and pass it on to nobody despite being an ever-present in that building, that would be pretty impressive. So I think you've probably got to expect some more positive tests to come down the line and this game gets bumped down the road somewhere. Yeah, I mean, we're looking way ahead here, Sam, but it seems like a layup to just say, you know what, let's add a week 19 in case we need it. Let's push the playoffs back a week. And it's not like there's concerts at stadiums that you got to conflict with given COVID. Why don't we make the Super Bowl President's Day weekend a three-day weekend for everybody? And and we just we bump the Super Bowl back a week because it, it seems like there's probably going to be other games that deal with these COVID outbreaks. Uh, and, and again, finding out a quarterback less than 48 hours before the game is positive, like that, it's one thing if the long snapper or a couple reserves are, but the quarterback, I mean, come on, most important position in sports. Yeah, I agree. And honestly, it might not just be one week that needs to be added. I mean, this mm. the NFL, I think, probably got lucky for three weeks. We, we thought this was going to be smooth sailing. There wasn't any kind of major outbreak. Everybody had it under control. We got a couple of people put on the COVID list. And now we're seeing what's happening everywhere else, which is these mini outbreaks that happen everywhere. And the NFL schedule doesn't seem to be able to accommodate it easily. You know, we can move a couple of things around here or there, but as soon as it gets beyond one team, there's major problems. So honestly, they might need to think about not just adding one week, but adding a couple of weeks to this thing mm. to, to, to make this kind of stuff possible, where you can juggle a bunch of games around and still have the room to do it, because right now it doesn't look like it's easy to do. Yeah, it's weird. Baseball, I think the Arizona, uh, sorry, St. Louis Cardinals only played 58 games. Everybody else played 60. Sometimes it's just not feasible. you got to work with the best hand you, you got. Um, all right, Sam, let's move to the actual games. I don't know, man. What uh, the the injuries jumping out to me huge this week. I mean, the cluster injuries for the Seattle defense. Uh, you got all of a sudden Joe Mixon popping up hurt for Cincinnati, and then we just went through Philadelphia. Geez, did you see the Jason Peters news? What the hell's going on with the Eagles right now? Yeah, and that's the weird thing about this season. Uh, we're we're getting a lot of injuries, but they all seem to be concentrated in position groups as well. Guys are just going down. At, this, at the same spot and leaving teams really in, in a tough spot. You're right. The Eagles' offensive line has taken a beating. I don't think that explains Carson Wentz's bad play this season, but it certainly isn't helping. You know, Jason Peters was already dealing with a lot in terms of um, practicing at guard all the way through the offseason, expecting to play there, and then having to kick out to left tackle when Andre Dillard went down. So he was already up against it and now he's down as well. Yeah, that, that Eagles offensive line is just, it's really been dealt with a lot of blows so far. And at receiver, Deshaun Jackson out, Alshon Jeffrey out, Jalen Rager on IR. They've got Greg Ward and somebody named John Hightower as their starting receivers right now. Dallas Goddard, their number two tight end also out. I mean, if the Eagles open 0-3-1, you know, we're looking, we're looking at the Dallas Cowboys despite this awful start. Uh, being the leaders in that division. Any thoughts, though? Also, they're playing a beat-up 49ers team. Do you have a lean on this game at all? It's 49ers favored by seven. Yeah. And I this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. 
<sighs> is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my! Look at that! He is! And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win! Unbelievable! When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. The wait is over. The shy is back on Paramount Plus, and the stakes have never been higher. Everything changes on the South Side when a new threat comes to power in the Showtime original series from Emmy winner Lena Waithe. Battle lines will be drawn, alliances will shift, and danger lies around every corner, leaving everyone to wonder who they can trust. Visit ParamountPlus.com/theshy to get a fifty percent discount off the Paramount Plus with Showtime annual plan. Offer ends July fourteenth. Subscription auto renews. Restrictions apply. I think it's right. The 49ers are too good. They're a great team. We saw what they did last week to a Giants team, despite being shorn of all their best players. Kyle Shanahan right now is just—he's a Rembrandt. It doesn't matter what his tools are. It doesn't matter what players are at his disposal. At his disposal. He'll just go out there and paint a masterpiece and, and lead the team to a ton of points and yards based off the scheming guys open and, and giving them all free plays. You know, Nick Mullins, a quarterback, played a good game, but his job might be the easiest job of any quarterback in the NFL because the system is so good. That's probably not going to change this week. The Eagles can at least bring some pressure with the front four and cause them some trouble, but I don't know that they're good enough to stop what's going on. And then the other side of the ball Carson Wentz is playing like the worst quarterback in the NFL. His <laughs> offensive line is getting battered, and he doesn't have any receivers. So it's tough to find a way that the Eagles are going to put up a ton of points and keep pace. Yeah, let me, uh, let's me. let go to another game. We're talking with Sam Monson, pro football focus. You know, I, I listen, I don't like to take big favorites, but the Baltimore Ravens at 14 jump out at me, not just because they're coming off a loss, but when you look at the injuries, Washington lost Chase Young, their number one pick, uh, and... At the same time, Matt Ioannidis, their defensive tackle. So their strength was the defensive line, and now you lose two big game changers from the defensive line. Is there a scenario where Washington could keep this close coming off Dwayne Haskins and a Washington five turnover performance against Cleveland? I honestly don't see one. I said the other day on our podcast, the PFF podcast, that look, this was it was a 13-point line when we recorded, and 96% of the money was still going on Baltimore. Um, and I, I think there's a very real chance that we see Alex Smith by the end of this game. Ooh. I think Haskins is just going to – we saw what happened to this uh, to a young quarterback dealing with reading defenses and struggling a little bit in week one against this Baltimore team. Baker Mayfield just couldn't get anything going, kept putting the ball in the wrong place, gift-wrapping interceptions to the Ravens' defense, 
Haskins is coming off the worst game of his career. And if he has the same kind of struggle against this Ravens defense, I think it's, there's going to be no choice but to essentially sit him down for his own good and put Alex Smith into the game because you, you know that he can at least – he's seen that. He knows what it is. He can understand it and try and get something done in the face of it. But I, I don't see any way that the, the Washington football team can get any kind of success going on offense, and I think that's why the line's moving out in that direction. Um, Sam Monson, let me ask you this. And, and listen, I'm a Jets guy. Um, it, it's painful. If the Jets end up with the number one or number two pick, I'm not saying they're the worst, but they certainly look like it so far. Um, what do you do? Are you in on board with the, hey, let's get Trevor Lawrence? Uh, do you put Justin Fields in that category or maybe a Trey Lance, a kid from North Dakota State who's got the showcase game this weekend? Because um, I'm not out on Darnold. I just, it'd be his third head coach when Gaze gets dusted and... I don't. I mean, I've seen a lot. A lot of people are out on on Darnold. Where are you on Darnold versus whatever the Jets' options could be? I think they end up having to take a quarterback. Yeah. You know, when you're in a position like that, the rule is you take a quarterback unless you're absolutely certain you have one already. So, you know, if if something happened to the Chiefs, if Patrick Mahomes got injured and they ended up with a top pick, you wouldn't take the quarterback because you have Patrick Mahomes. But outside of having Patrick Mahomes you've got to take the shot at the transcendent quarterback talent. And Sam Darnold hasn't shown that he is that guy. He could be. It's possible. He's certainly been in a horrible situation. Their offensive line is not good. Um, their, their receivers are non-existent. They haven't had anyone to throw to. The scheme is not good. Darnold has a horrible situation to work with. But because of that, he hasn't shown you for certain that he is that transcendent quarterback talent. So if you have a shot at one at the top of the draft, you have to take him and then figure out what you're going to do with Darnold later, whether you try and develop him yourself on the sideline or whether you try and flip him for um, somebody to take a, a second shot at him, a reclamation project. But you, you can't pass up the opportunity at a top-tier quarterback, even if you have one that you believe can be that next guy. I mean, we saw what the Cardinals did with Josh Rosen and then the next year with Kyla Murray. Yeah, They just believed that Kyla Murray was that big an upgrade as a a potential game-changer quarterback, that it didn't matter that you just drafted one. You have to take that shot. I'm with you, Sam. I like that. I, I, he's a transcendent guy, and, and you can't miss out on him. You certainly can't trade the pick away and then have to go against him later. Sam Monson, Pro Football Focus. Good stuff, Sam. Hey, enjoy the games this weekend. You too. Anytime. Take it All easy. All right. Uh, Sam Monson, listen, that is, that's a good spot. Uh, let's file him away as really good because – Short, concise, to the point, boom. I like it. Uh, and I detected like an Irish accent or something there. Um, all right. So, uh, I, I don't know. Oh, he's Irish. Okay, good. Got it. So, um, it looks like uh, maybe there'll be some extra news breaking in the final 10 minutes of the show. Um, wow. What a, what a, what a three-hour run. This is fun. All right. We will be back. But first, a word from Farmers. You get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. So much, I'm going to have to speed things up. You can get the claim-free discount, which gives you money off your homeowner's policy if you've been claim-free for three consecutive years. Also applies for three successive years, three years straight, and what's known to insurance fans as the claim-free three-peat. Get a whole lot of something with Farmers Policy Perks. Start with a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Now for the legal something. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies subject to terms and conditions underwritten by Farmers Truck or Fire Insurance Exchanges or Affiliate. 
Perk up your ears for Farmers Policy Perks. From discounts to added benefits, you can get a whole lot of something. Get a quote by calling 1-800-FARMERS. We are farmers. Bum, 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 bum. Not available in every state. Only available with select farmers branded policies underwritten by Farmers Trucker Fire Insurance Exchanges or affiliate. Wild, wild three hours. Started with some NBA. It feels like the NBA game two of the finals was forever ago. Then we had COVID and Cam. I mean, don't go on social media now. It's all Trump and his issues with COVID. And now college football, and here we go with the play of the day. Here's a play-action rollout for Trask. Now stepping back, looking to throw it back to the left side. He's got Pitts, and Pitts waltzes in. Touchdown, Gators! Hell, man! Florida Gators, they're playing South Carolina. Todd Ellis from Learfield, IMG College. Oh, nope, that was the first one. My bad. David Kellum from Learfield, IMG College. Gators. 14, South Carolina at 7. The Geico play of the day. Um, let's see what's on, on the docket for today for, for me. Uh, probably going to go home, get a little workout, shoot some hoops, uh, make my lock in my gambling picks for the Circa contest. It's been a crazy week. I love the Steelers. That's off the board. I love the Patriots. That's off the board. Do you take the Chiefs in case the game is played? It's just, it's crazy. It is crazy. Did you know that right now Geico is offering an extra 15% credit on car, motorcycle, and RV policies? That's 15% on top of what Geico could already save you. So what are you waiting for? Save an extra 15% when you switch by October 7th. Visit geico.com to learn more. Hartman's up next with, I guess, Catino Mobley still? My main man, Hartman. He is, uh... Here's something I didn't know about Steve Hartman. For at least the last 13 Saturdays, he's worn the exact same button-down black polo. I don't know if he's like that girl on Seinfeld. Remember Seinfeld dated the girl and she kept wearing the same dress? Hartman has a money UCLA button-down polo. I need to get one myself. Um, and maybe he wears it because he's trying to show off the guns or something. But Hartman's up next. He's probably going to uh, bash the NFL and, Go after LeBron. Because, listen, this is what Hartman does. I am pro-LeBron. Hartman loves LeBron. Hartman loves LeBron. Okay, that's a a mistake. Hartman has covered the Lakers for years. And there's actually a a famous uh, sitcom years ago where where Steve Hartman and his partner, Victor Brick Jacobs, were uh, played themselves on the show talking about the Lakers and the run to the finals. What was the sitcom? Yes, dear. It was a a sitcom on... uh, CBS. Yeah, what Hartman was on. Oh my Yeah, gosh. you can look it up on I YouTube. Uh, Victor Brick I, Jacobs and Steve Hartman. Every time I, every time I go on Hartman's San Diego show, he's like, "Oh, the rising star in the industry, bro." Hartman has been around forever, and he's done everything. He's been on network television. I haven't been on network TV. Like, come on, man, Hartman, you're a legend. He's I'm also just, been on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. He's. Are you? Was he called? Was he the he guy was, they called? He or was, was the he... phone a friend? Of no course. way! And by the way, if you went on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, I mean, wouldn't Steve be pretty high up on your list of trivia people? I mean, no, he's no, oh no, come no. on, come on, he's good at <laughs> trivia, but I'm not calling him to phone a friend. By the way, I can't. Maybe he'll talk <laughs> about it. Can you go on the internet when they phone you? Like, well, now see, now it's different. This was to the early 2000s. Oh yeah, what, internet was yeah. in its infancy. Infancy, yes, yes, okay. Interesting. So uh, Hart- nowadays they probably zoom you in and yeah, yeah, you can't watching really your eyeballs. Cheat there. Um, 
All right, so listen, two minutes left in the show. It's a good college football day, but I don't know how anybody's paying attention with this Cam Newton COVID situation. You know, people are going to just set up alerts to find out if, you know, Julian Edelman got the COVID. What if Belichick gets the Rona? I mean, he's close to 70. Man, this is. I just... remember in, in Hard Knocks, Anthony Lynn, uh, not a great coach, but a really good uh, leader of, of, you know, speaking and, and vocalizing. He had said it's the team that deals with COVID the best that will win the title this year, or at least that, be in the running. That almost sounds like, Gavin, uh, Doc Rivers, right? Not a good coach, but a good leader of men. Yes. And I got to be honest, I'm surprised they went with Doc Rivers in Philly. You know, um, somebody who I won't name was like, dude, if they hire. Mike D'Antoni, I will be, I'm going to file something with the NAACP or whatever. You know, people are like, <laughs> wait, they fi- black coach is getting fired like Doc Rivers and Mike D'Antoni, who's never won jack squat, except postseason failures, is getting a job. And I wonder if that played a part. Or you could way. be Steve Nash and not even be considered the coach for your team. Oh, we, did, we barely <laughs> even got to that. That's how crazy this show was. By the way, poor Steve Nash. I mean, Kyrie Irving is a psycho. I mean... <laughs> I don't know uh, what to say. All right. Well, thanks, uh, Iowa Sam, Gavin, Chris, Isaac coming through with – I mean, I, Gavin was like hit, like two home – he was he went Tatis on us today. <laughs> By the way, the kid Tatis is fun. Everybody enjoy the games. I'm out. What grows in the forest? Our imagination and our family bonds. The forest is closer than you think. Find a forest near you at discovertheforest.org. Brought to you by the United States Forest Service and the Ad Council. We've all felt left out. And for people who move to this country, that feeling lasts more than a moment. We can change that. Learn how at belongingbeginswithus.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council. I'm John Gonzalez, the host of SI's new podcast, Sports Illustrated Weekly. Sports Illustrated has delivered some of the best storytelling in sports, for 70 years. And now that continues on our show. Each week, we'll dive deep into the best stories from around the sports world. Sports Illustrated Weekly is available every Wednesday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe now. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Getting ready to take on spring? 
Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.